Hello and welcome to On The Esky. On today's show, we're going to tackle uh, the State of Origin. Game one happened last night. Then we'll jump into round... What rough round are we up to? Round 14 for 14 NRL 13. 13 for the footy. Yeah, so for the NRL and AFL. Then we'll go international and cover the major talking points for... All the American sports, two of which are in playoffs at the moment. Uh, then there's cricket news, test cricket, of course. And a final wrap-up of everything, fighting world, F1, golf, tennis. Oh, and the Euros are coming up. Mm, so <laughs> us four dribblers are back uh, to talk about sports. Uh, my name is Sean, of course. On my left, I've got Pepe and the monkey at the end of the table. Yo, and yo. on my right yeah, is big. Macca. What's happening? How you boys been this week? Yeah, good. A lot to get into, so... Sport every day of the week. It's been yeah, mm-hmm. it's been good. We we're, yeah, get get stuck in. We're in for a uh, for a bumpy ride here on the Esky. Let's jump in. <laughs> I reckon no, no time to spare tonight. Let, let's kick it off then, and we'll start off the segment uh, first segment with shout a beer. Uh, Maka, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'm going to shout myself a beer this week. <laughs> I, um, I just played nine uh, nine rounds of golf with my mate Simo. So nine shout, rounds, nine rounds. Yeah, so well, it felt like nine rounds for me out there. It was pr- bloody cold <laughs> and wet. Um, I finished as the snake. So for those listening at home, mm. if you are three putt. The last person to three putt mm-hmm. is the snake. Mm-hmm. And as snake, you have to scull a beer, which mm-hmm. I'm going to do now. But to point out, mm. Pepsi was saying off air. Rule clarification, if you don't mind. Three putts on the green. If yep. you're on the fringe yep. or you're on the edge and you want to bring the coward's wedge out just yep. to get it up there, lag mm-hmm. it up there a bit, mm-hmm. doesn't count. Texas wedge does not count. Coward yes. wedge, I like to call it. But uh, no, yeah, I had a stink up. So three putts for me and a skull. Uh, Sean, who are you, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> so my shout of beer is to the retiring Greek, uh, Steve. Antonopoulos. <laughs> Antonopoulos. Uh, he actually retires from the Denver Broncos. He's been the head athletic trainer for the last 45 years, as mentioned. He's been with the club through all eight of their Super Bowl appearances, including the one before John Alway. Um, legend is an absolute, you know... Um, Understatement. For, yeah, uh, and father figure essentially at the yeah. club. He's been around for all the major injuries and helped all the guys rehab. You know, he's the one that helped Elway and Manning get through their injuries and get mm-hmm. deep into their careers and get finally to winning Super Bowls. So big shout out to him in his retirement. Um, great servant to the game. And he's a beer to you. Deserved. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yep. So my shout out beer for the week. Well, he could probably shout all of us a beer. Uh, Logan Paul. He could um, shout 26 million. Of them, <laughs> shout a house. At <laughs> least. Um, yeah, for not getting knocked out. Keeping relevant. Mm. Well, um, keeping all of us well, technically we'll, not getting knocked out. We'll get, I think we'll get we'll get yeah. to that. Uh, we'll, yeah. save that. <laughs> we'll save it for later. But um, yeah, making money. He didn't paid. embarrass himself. Let's put it that way. No, no. Yeah. Uh, speaking of embarrassing themselves, <laughs> yes. I, I would like to shout the state of Queensland a beer because uh, they are absolutely licking their wounds after mm-hmm. their biggest mm-hmm. origin loss last night. An extreme show of sportsmanship out of myself. They tend to gloat and. You know, be real cockheads when they win eight in a row. Well, I'll, Not I'll, all of them. Well, a lot, a lot. Them too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, State of Origin last night. It will be our first uh, talking point tonight. Uh, and yeah, Queensland. Uh, I'll, the Milton Mangoes are on Pepsi tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. See what you can come up with in three weeks down in Brisbane. Yep. Yeah. So with that, I think we'll roll straight into the State of Origin chat mm-hmm. for the week. Uh, as Peps alluded to, Queensland lost game one in Townsville 52-6. Yep. They got pumped. Biggest losing um, margin ever for the Queensland side in the history of State of Origin. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I think the last time New South Wales had scored 50, it was 56-16 to 16 in 2000. No, it was earlier than that. It was 2000 or 2001. It was the hand um, grenade, you know, when they, yeah. they did the hand grenade celebration. Yes. Right. Yeah, it was, so... It was Fittler and Johns uh, and... Yeah. But that was only a... What was that? Quick math, forty. 
Oh, deficit. No, so. no. <laughs> quick mass is not a thing. <laughs> but I'm just doing it. To your question, it's forty. It was fifty-six, yes. sixteen. It was forty points. Yes. Uh, but yes, uh, I think we need to slowly move away from the quick mass yeah. on this on this uh, podcast. So, uh, a few quick notes leading up to the game. So the pre-game, uh, as we mentioned last week, Ben Hunt was rushed into the team as 18th mm-hmm. man in case they needed extra hooker in case AJ Brimson could not play. Uh, and Gus Gould gave his last pre-match monologue. Uh, kind of kicking off the State of Origin series and uh, by all accounts it was a bit spine tingling for, for those that enjoyed it and got to see it. I'm but not a big I'm not a big Gus Gould fan. I don't think uh, anyone is as a commentator. No. But <laughs> no. Yeah. the pre it gets it gets me aroused. It gets the blood pumping. <laughs> yeah. I, I I I watched this back and I thought this is good. It's much like us yeah. looking back to pre- <laughs> previous world leaders, <laughs> world inspires, Caesars and Churchill. Oh, so, so we're putting Gus up so, at that level. Yeah, yeah, we'll drag him down to, to this level. <laughs> a father once asked his son, is it possible for a man to still be brave when on the inside he's truly afraid? And the father replied, when you're truly afraid, that's the only time a man can truly be brave. And I tell you what, the the hairs on the, the back of my neck they stuck up. Where's the nearest wall to run through? <laughs> <laughs> can't, to be honest, calling the game can't stand the bloke, but that's his last one. And shout out to the Gus Gould. Yes, yeah. Big shoes to fill forever. He's going to do that. The pre-game monologue. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Who'd be up next? That. You can't. You, oh, you, you, it's part of the game. You know, it's mm. part of the whole series. Well, it's, uh, it's Gus's, he's done. Apparently he's done. But that's what I meant. You can't have now can't. someone else jump oh, someone. in there and do it. I sure you know. can. Oh. The hectic cheese, I reckon he'd be good. <laughs> oh, he can't out. play for other side. The yeah, cheese is the neutral. Cheese now. The yeah. mozzarella. Mm, the yeah. mozzarella. Um, uh, and the final note we had there was the Panthers, Debutons, uh, Tao and um, Jamal. J- Jerome. Law. Jerome, sorry. <laughs> Dirty Lua. Queenslander. Yeah. Yeah, it was good uh, to see him. They run out together. Yeah. yeah. Threw the banner together. Um, mm. We bleed blue, I think is what it said on it. Yeah. Mm. Yes, but we'll get to the actual match. And what are your boys' thoughts? Well, it was a fucking shit pumping, wasn't it? <laughs> um, my first thought was watching watching the first fifteen minutes. It mm. was like, okay, this this is poised to be a good game. Harry Grant was running the ball out uh, from dummy half, attacking the line, mm. uh, and then you just you just started to get the feeling this is like this is going to be one way traffic. Mm. It's going to be absolutely yeah. one way traffic. Tommy Turbo. <laughs> He's, oh. he's probably... He's the best player in the league at the moment. Yeah, he's probably the oh, best. 100%. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Un- unbelievable. Latrell was doing crazy things on that on that left edge. Mm. Uh, Cleary was good. Luai, an unbelievable debut. Mm-hmm. We were thinking, oh, mm. you know, are these young Panthers going to be able to step up? He was unreal. Toto was unreal. Well, uh, just the partnership with them and then obviously Cleary yeah. as well. They they know where each other is. Indeed. And, and we spoke yeah. about it last ep, how mm. New South Wales only went with one Panther last year in, in uh, Nathan Cleary for the first game. Uh, Yo ended up uh, uh, playing game two and game three last year. But but going with, you know, five, Ride the hot hand, five so blows yeah, from yeah. a team that's that's in form. Uh, uh, Isaiah Yo was in uh, incredible, incredible touch. And, and Lua, he, he seems like he's built for the big stage. Mm-hmm. He was unbelievable. Do you think losing Christian Welch early with that head head well, knock? I think he, he was gone too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was wobbly on yeah. his feet, wasn't and he? And I think he was only just coming back uh, from a separate injury. But also, it, was, he's it had, wasn't a head knock. Though, he's had it? concussions um, in, the th- in the past as well. But I think you brought it up. Like the first fifteen minutes, like look good. Welsh goes at twelve. So 
Um, I think that was kind of the turning point because they really didn't have size as well in the forward mm-hmm, pack. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, no Papali or Papalili in the team uh, for the Queenslanders. So, And they had Big Tino playing as a prop where he's kind of floats between a prop and a second rower. Yep, yep. Um, so maybe they're lacking a little bit of size, especially when they brought on Hass and um, big junior Paulo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also I'd say that, you know, Harry Grant and Munster probably came into this um, a bit undercooked. Yep. Um, especially Munster, you could tell. I think he just looked a bit... Yeah, well, yeah. I thought well, well, Harry Grant, Harry Grant thought, by yeah. by sixty. I Grant started all right. Start, was, I think yeah, started yeah. really well. I think well, they had the legs. Like yeah, I think they both started really well. And but you know that second half of that first half, they kind of struggled. And then by the sixties minute, Harry Grant was shot. Like mm-hmm. you could see, he could barely get back into the defensive line. He was so tired. I think Pep, um, you made the point last week. Like he doesn't even play eighty for Storm. Like they have the cheese there. They use it. It was so, a huge ask. So yeah, to come off. Yeah, not playing. I yeah, think and then uh, they brought. Um, AJ Brimson on and he's not a hooker no, um, very then, very qu- quickly and apparent like his service out of dummy half wasn't what you'd expect out mm. of out of a guy playing there so you know he, he's he's a specialist fullback and not a guy that can kind of cover multiple positions like say um, Jack Whiten could yep. Um, yep. as a comparison so you know I said to you guys afterwards is like do I think Ponga and uh, Papa Lili add 40 points to this team. Mm. Maybe not. No, I, uh, I would have thought they'd make it a lot closer. Yeah, they'd make it – I feel like. Yeah. Which is kind of what I thought, you know, like this game could have been 30 to 18, but they let them run away with the last, like, well, 20 once points. Once it was gone, it was oh, – Exactly. Gone. They didn't – there was no um, – what I mean is there was no, say, grit or getting into the grind um, at that point. They just collapsed. They completely collapsed and then the, yeah. the floodgates were open, mm. oh, which yeah. is kind of what you would hope to see out of a Queensland side is they'd, they'd get into that grind and at least um, compete towards t- – to the final whistle, essentially. Mm. It was party but time. That yeah. last that last 20 minutes was party time. New yeah. South Wales could, like, Do they weren't – they were yeah. breaking ta- – I don't know, like – and we're getting into Latrell's game, but like breaking tackles. But, you know, the efforts of some of the tackles were just, you know, they were falling off blokes. Mm. Like it was just yeah. genuinely throwing the ball around. And I'll agree, the last three or four tries were just soft as anything from the middle mm. of the field, mm. just okay. sort of setting okay. up there. So I I, uh, I agree with Sean. I, I, before the game, I thought this was going to be really close. Yeah. But then you look that back. That first on 15 it, minutes, like that was exactly that's what, what we you thought, thought it would be. be. They're yeah. going to feel each other out. I think some. I think mm. Cleary's game was actually really underrated because he, mm. he assessed the situation. He didn't do anything crazy. He didn't. You know, you wouldn't like, you know, Tarek Sims pass to set up that tall try. It was, you know, that's something you remember. Mm. Clearly didn't really do anything other than, you know, bleed a shitload out of his face. <laughs> that you'd say, oh, he did that. But I think him controlling, having that connection yeah, with low eyes, kicking out was good, yep. didn't make any mistakes, set the rest of the team up. And mm. then after that, for sort of 15, 20 minute mark, like it, it's hard to say there was there's two team, teams out there, really. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. just an annihilation. Mm. Yeah. And Queensland made mm. too many errors, I think. When they did have the ball, they had a lot of less possession, especially in the first half. Um, I thought Munster, he had the primary role of the kicker um, to start with. And we thought maybe it was there's a lot of win there, but maybe he was just under kicking the balls, unfortunately. And DCE really didn't kind of get into the game until, you know, end of the, the first half towards the second half. Um, it, it, so looked it's, like, yeah, it, was, it looked like there was a lot of win watching it. Apparently there wasn't. Yeah. That, that much, so oh, I think, and, and Munster does have the habit of doing it, like like over kicking the footy, like trying to just kick the crap out of the yeah. This yeah. And just I don't know. He didn't look like oh, it could be a thing. He is underdone. He just didn't look comfortable kicking the no. ball. I agree. Yeah, like no. and that field position game really kicked in after fifteen mm-hmm. minutes. It mm-hmm. really just adds up as it does. Yeah. Um, so you know, 
me as the Queenslander going into it, we'd hoped that, hey, they'd be well-rested, they'd be good to go, but a month without footy for both Harry Grant and mm. Munster kind of showed. Having guys like Ponga and AC, AJ Brimson kind of coming in and out of the squad probably didn't help the preparation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Paul Green kind of reported today that, you know, him as a first-time coach, they hadn't really trained real well and he hadn't uh, wasn't, you know, strict enough for the boys and got stuck mm-hmm. into them about mm-hmm. that. Because he, you know, didn't want to step on too many toes as well, being the f- first time coach there. Gee, it's a soft, um, yeah. You don't but hear he, that, hey, it's a soft sort of Yeah, and then everyone, out, exactly. And then everyone remembers, like, well, he did lose the Cowboys locker room before he then, you know, left up the North Queensland. And oh. So, I'm, you know, speculation. But mm. they're going to have to find some grit um, and play, you know, full 80, whether they bring in Ben Hunter as a specialist hooker, who knows, because. Um, well, they got Reed to, they Marnie's got in, injured. Yeah, Marnie's done. So, and again, like releasing him out of the camp to go play for Parramatta on the weekend. What does that achieve? Like you get power a, win, so it helped but, them. But, but no, but he got hurt. So, he got so hurt. early on, like you, surely mm. you keep him in the camp, and mm. if your plan isn't to play him in the in the starting seventeen, he can learn and be around the boys. I just I didn't understand that move at all myself, and. I think it's pretty evident. Harry Grant is not an eighty-minute player at not a, not at the minute, and having AJ Brimson come off the bench to to play in a role that he's not used to playing, I, I think they have to pick Ben Hunt or s- someone that can be a proper utility in game mm. two. Well, I th- my big concern probably with Queensland, and I think we talked about it, was um, their forward pack is good, and they've got extra weapons they can bring into that. But their the back line is probably where their risk is, especially the centres. you got a second row of playing as one. And yeah. Gagai well. got really shown up by Latrell in Coming this one. Coming off tonsillitis as so, well. So, yeah, yeah. He, I, I, maybe a little underdone for him as yeah. well. But I think I was saying it to Macca, and I was saying one through seven, New South Wales mm. on form is better at every single position, month, except for maybe six. Maybe Munster over Lua, but tell you what, Lua looked great last night. Mm. But – if you if you compare you know one through seven, on form I think New South Wales had the edge at every single position. Yep. Mm. And then and even the forwards like Cameron Murray was great. Tarek Sims the aggression that he was showing. Oh, uh, a great game for Tarek Sims. Big shout out to him because yep. we we were questioning him last week and he's come out and absolutely dominated. Yeah. In this yeah. one, so big shout out to him. Well, th- yeah, the two biggest question marks I had and most people had were well, probably Tarek Sims selection, mm-hmm. massive tick. And Latrell and not so much Latrell, but Tur- Turbo and Latrell in the centers, you know, playing fullbacks there. You know, they sort of got in trouble yeah. last year. They're the two best players on the ground. So, yeah. you know, t- two big ticks for the biggest question marks. And that's why you put 50 mm. points on the board. And the funny thing is, Turbo was named at center, but it was like they had two fullbacks. And he was going, he, d- he played wherever he, he was. He was going left side, right <laughs> side. He didn't give a fuck. Latrell actually played like a, like a proper center would and, mm. and was unbelievable. But it was like having, you know, a one and A two out there with with Teddy and Turbo. Teddy mm. had a good game, but he was completely outshadowed by mm. by the play of Turbo. And mate, maybe maybe I've well, got my uh, blue glasses on, but I, I, I think I, I, I think it did help though that with the twenty point lead that um, Tommy Turbo could do whatever he wanted. Like I agree. he got a lot more freed them uh, when you've got a good leader as well. So I agree. But, but from yeah. what I saw last night, he's I, just I dynamic, and I can't see anything other than a whitewash in this series. Yeah. I, Seriously, I don't know how they go to Brisbane and turn and turn it around, and then mm. good luck in Game Three in Sydney. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, we've seen other other comps, uh, other sorry series where you know 
Queensland might sneak, sneak game one, get absolutely pumped in game two, and then they end up end up winning sure, game sure, three. So, sure. yep. um, you know, anything can happen. You know, a lot can happen in like two was weeks. Big on that in his post match, he goes, "Look, it didn't look good out there, but at the end of the day, it's one zip. That's what, what we've got to think about. And mm. there's, there's still two still two games left in this. But geez, from what I saw last night, yeah, good luck. And you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about Valentine Holmes playing fullback. Yep. And I mentioned to you boys, um, his defensive positional play is still pretty average. And looking back in. I think he played fullback game one last year for, in for Queensland. And I had the same comment that you know he's, he's attacking, he's, he's an attacking weapon, but his defensive play is still very, very lacking. Um, and I haven't seen any improvement from last year to this year. So, so, for, so for game two, would you prefer Brimson there or a healthy Ponga? Uh, yeah, healthy Ponga or Brimson. Um, if neither of those can go, maybe I'm start thinking about. Reese Walsh, but then maybe I save him for Game Three if they're down by that point. An eighteen-year-old as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. So that's He's played seven first-grade games. Exactly, but you know, setting the world on fire at the moment. So that's yeah. why maybe not Game Two, and you see you blood him for Game Three and see what happens. Mm. If, especially if they lose Game Two, you're like, well, um, we'll see. We'll see what he's got. Uh, because you know you can't bring Sam Walker into that squad. DC is nah. going to be halfback. So I'm just you know I'm looking. Where's the options of attacking strike power in the league that we could add to the Queensland side? And there there isn't a whole lot, unfortunately. Um, and Walsh is probably the on the top of that pick. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's whether you, you know you bring Ponger in. Uh, can he write some of that? Um, hard to say. From from what I saw, start thinking about 2022. Maybe. No, I mean, God, it's, they put 50 points on the board. Like, if yeah. that's a shit pumping, it would be highest order. <laughs> but again, I don't know. I'm kind of with your... For the next game is Suncorp. So I think it's, it's origin. It's origin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's origin. Exactly. But, you know... Yeah, they could win the next one at Suncorp and they're like, okay, we're going into the cider as usual in Sydney here. But, you know, Queensland's record of Sydney is not real great. It'll but be interesting. Do you have the odds there, Monk? Just, just yeah, per chance. It'd be very interesting to see the early on the, on the they, spot. They would have. They'd be pretty short. They'd now. be dollar twenty. Sure, yeah, yeah, after like, that showing. Yeah, but and then Queensland in Brisbane, they barely lose there. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Queensland in Townsville's not. Well, out yeah, of the time, question. yeah, they're zero percent now. <laughs> <laughs> So, why Monks gets us some odds. Uh, so, was Latrell oh, the man of the match or was it um, Turbo? Yeah. No, it was Latrell. Oh, was Latrell? Okay. Yeah, uh, I think he had two tries, 177 run metres, 10 tackle busts, mm. two try assists, so gave him four try involvements. Uh, I think Tur- Tommy Turbo's a bit hard done by. Yeah, yeah. I think he, he, he had a hat in, probably a had slight, as many. Yeah, a slight head, head scratcher for mine, but to be honest, you know, it was a hard, dis- it's a hard uh, mm. problem, easy problem even to have. Yeah. Between picking between those two blokes because they yes. were both unreal. Mm. Mm. I just you got any odds there, monks? And I got one more point to finish up on Stone Roger. Go with your point. Yeah, uh, what did you think of Cameron Munster's lash out on Liam oh, Martin the, at the end? The of the swinging leg, barely anything in it, and I'm pretty sure they yeah. came, they came out today and said it's a fine and there won't be uh, yeah, game. Good, good, yeah. yeah. Uh, same thing. I, to me, it looked more like a push off than a than an actual kick. Fuck all in it. Yeah, and it was interesting because I think. Cleary actually lushed out at someone. Trevojevic was man of the match. Yeah, there you go. Really? What, yeah. what are you doing? I'm sure it was Tommy Turbo. No. Fact check on the end here from Maka. Sorry, I've got it in front of me, Pep. Sorry to do that to you. <laughs> and also, he's the best player on the ground. Yeah. So what, what do we have there? We had three tries, 204 Four metres, one line break, uh, 18 tackles, 19 runs, and one try assist. For mine, it was always Tommy Turbo. Who cares? They, they were both excellent. <laughs> they could share it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, monks. What were the what are Queen um, New South Wales odds uh, of to yeah. finish up? 
So series winners, actually. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm after. Yep. So New South Wales at a dollar six. Well, I like more w- for point six or point oh six dollar dollar and six cents. Yep. That's for the whole series. The whole series. Yeah. Game two. That's pretty that. sure. Sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah. So All right. game day. I, I thought I had that. Um, game day for next game. New South Wales are favourites at dollar forty-five. That's so oh, short. Fuck. That's, yeah. I don't know. I reckon that's value. This team has just won like just seven tries. Yeah, that's that true. is true. Yeah. We can give me nearly dollar fifty. Well, we thought it was a dollar twenty a second ago. So yeah, yeah exactly. More than fuck, that. I'm all over that. So confirming it was Tommy Turpo as yeah, man of the match. Tommy Turpo. Not in the trail. <laughs> but but like like we said. They, you can't argue they were the two best players on the ground and yeah. oh, both playing out of position, quote unquote, like Latrell, you know, like like the Greg English, you know. Mm. They've both played centre and they actually, both have, but you know, like that was one of the question marks last year, you know. Oh, yeah. they they you know, they need to just play blokes in their position. Yep. Well, if you got a guy like Cleary, he can make, you know, and you put the talent around him. Mm. Like to, you want to provide it on the field in some capacity. Yep. You want him on the field. You want Latrell on the field in some capacity. Yeah. I think last year they had the King on the wing and then um, Jack is the other centre, which kind of slightly a bit different because I don't think they really excel at those positions. No, I think uh, Gutho played centres. So it was, it was Gutho and Jack that played centres, yeah. yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. Missing these two bucks. So. Mm. Yeah, well, that's mm. right. They, that, that's probably the difference. Yeah. And uh, your point on Greg Inglis was always already chat about can, he, can we get him back from Super League, uh, the Super Rugby League to come back and play centre for Queensland. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, but he's got a tear in his hamstring at the moment. So he's, I think, two weeks into like an eight-week rehab. So he's not coming back. Anyways, that's State of Origin Game 1. Yes. Should we yep. move into the news from the NRL this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the main – well, there's a whole bunch of little tidbits to cover. Uh Valandes kind of conceded uh, he should have consulted the players a bit more about the upcoming crackdown on the head knocks. Lord uh, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was some reports, and I think it was coming from Hooper, reporting that a heap of Dragons players weren't happy um, with what Ben Hunt's been saying in the media leading up to this for the last couple of months. That also doesn't surprise me. Uh, but I think in the end the players got what they wanted, which mm. was um, a more of a voice at the table. They've got none, had none up to this point, and now they've kind of put their voice forward. So for Volanders, the horseman's next change to rugby league, it'll have to go through the players. He'll actually get consulted, which mm. I think is what they are after, was a seat at the table. And look at last night, you know, the the uh, premier event. The refereeing actually was really good I last thought, night. I it thought was it was good. great. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. But also the players were, were quite disciplined. There wasn't yeah. anything that was over the top. Mm. I think there was one like slap on the chops and it just was apparently no simbin, yeah. which, which yeah. was good, which was fair. You know, I thought that maybe a few little things went missing, but that's to be expected. You're not going to be perfect for a ref yeah. and it went both ways. Well, state of origin, they usually leave that's it on right. the field a little yes. bit. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So in some sad news, uh, Brett Morris uh, has been, f- well, forced into retirement. Yeah, due to that ACL, yeah. We, yeah. we did speculate about But he, he's what called it a happen. day, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's done everything in, in the league that could possibly be done. Pretty much, yeah. Two, yeah. two premierships, I think. Uh, one mm-hmm. with the Dragons, one with the Roosters. Uh, 278 first grade games, 18 for Australia, 15 for New South Wales. Mm-hmm. Fourth all time in try scoring with 176, second for wingers. Uh, I never get, I never got to watch Ken Irvine, as did 
any of us uh, a bit before yeah. our time. Uh, he's way up there with 212 tries. Just shows so, how hard to get that point is. Yeah, like it's, it's, and it's, it's hard, crazy. hard to compare, yeah. but I'll tell you what, he's got to be in the conversation for one of the best wingers of all time. Mm-hmm. I suppose guys like Wendell Saylor uh, and, and Lottie Takiri come to mind, that that big body. You well, know, they changed the position at the time. Of, didn't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. It went from small, fast guys to, you know, big, second row. Big, fast guys. <laughs> yeah, big, fast guys, second rowers that can run. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, the league again changed. Um and it's the Morris brothers are a big part of what's been done for the mm, last ten mm. years at the the winger and centre position. Yeah, and as yeah. a Dragons fan, fuck, love love having <laughs> having both of them there. And how many yeah. clubs did Brett play for? Was it four or five? No, he he played for St George. He played for Canterbury, and he yeah. played for the Roosters. I think three, three. I thought it was a fourth one. Mm. I can chase that up anyway. But it's, um, sad to lose him to the game. Um, unfortunate end to his career. Uh, but we wish him all the best post-retirement. Um, if we keep following the George Williams um, story, he's, I believe, been officially received, um, released with a um, severance payment, let's, let's put a call it that, 100K payout um, of his, I think he's like on 700-ish K a year mm-hmm. kind of contract. Um, not, he didn't hasn't gone back to England. He's currently on the Gold Coast or had been on the Gold Coast holidaying. So really, it's um, homesick at the moment. Yeah, so that's uh, that was the angle Hooper was going <laughs> Go with. Go to the place that most resembles England. <laughs> yes, um, and there had, uh, there had been a few clubs uh, sniffing around um, see his availability, so Australian NRL clubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, all I think the main ones that were asking were also the, the beach clubs, as uh, mentioned, that he would like to play for. So That's um, such fucking noise. As yeah. if anyone gives a yeah. fuck. Like, you go where the money is you, and you go where you think you might win a comp. Like, but I think the... the like, the, as if anyone thinks that, oh, I want to go where the nicest beach is. No, no, but I think the point <laughs> was off. more that uh, you were homesick, you were meant to go to, back to England to be with your family. Um, Mate, COVID uh, time's hard to travel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but <laughs> going, going to play at a different club, it kind of smacks of, hey, I just wanted to be out of Canberra, so... Uh, I'm not sure if there was an official thing in his contract in his release or not that he could only play for a Super Rugby team, Super Rugby League team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in England. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, further Raiders Yeah, news. more okay. Raiders. More yeah. Raiders noise. Yeah. Curtis Scott um, gets into a fight at Kokomo's, uh, which is a bar here in Canberra. If you don't know, there was a dude that got his neck slashed there, what, a year or so ago? Yeah, not even, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, wasn't that long year. ago. So it's not a great place to go in there and start fights, <laughs> I would say. Um, run a bit of a risk there. But the... Um, the video footage is uh, not real great. There's one or two p- punches thrown. But Jeez, yeah. Curtis Scott seems like a real great bloke. Hey, really, don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> well, so, he got stood down. He stood down and if he's found guilty, his contract will be essentially ripped up. So, uh, Which I think, I'm not sure if we got there as a note, well, it probably leads into the Matt Dafty chat to the Raiders as one of the clubs looking in at him because uh, they can th- consider a chance possibly to go to the centre. Um, and then Daphne will play one. As a Dragons fan, I do not know why they're letting this bloke go. He played lights out in, during our podcast last week against the Broncos. Two tries, five tries this. He, him with the football, attacking, he's unbelievable. Yeah. There's some question marks around his defence, but I was mm. looking up. His missed tackles this year is on, on par with Tedesco. Yeah. Like... 
Maybe there's some kind of intangible that we we can't assess oh, from the from the outside. Yeah, there's some rumours about he doesn't take coaching yeah, or attitude or something. But she's yeah. tell you what, I I have seen uh, in in the you know Dragons Nation social media they, they started a petition to to keep Duffy. <laughs> I think they got a few signatures. So <laughs> I hope that keeps rolling. I, I've, as a Dragons fan, love watching him play. He's electric with the ball. Look, where else is their money going? Like, surely that's a guy you'd just pay. Yeah, uh, to, to former Broncos players at this point. Yeah, well, a lot of former Broncos, and I think a bit of the chat was they want Cody Ramsey to be their long-term one. Yeah. He he looks okay as a first-grade winger at the moment. Mm. Is he ready to jump in the one jersey and oh, you got and, your first-grade one and, and yeah. be a great yeah. fullback? I, yeah. Not just yet, I don't think. I like so, Ramsey on the wing as well, though. Yeah, and give him a bit of time, mate. Yeah. Not. I can't work this one out. I cannot work this one out. It's yeah. uh, got to be something else going on at yeah. the club. Um, yeah. So besides Raiders, I think Brisbane were the only other one looking at um, Duff, um, the Duff man, mm-hmm. because Duff uh, I think Asako is probably a little bit on the out for Brisbane drop too. And drop this week. And I drop this we'll, week, we'll, yes. We'll get into that. So we'll get to that at some point. Uh, rolling into the Brisbane news, Milford needs knee surgery, so it looks like his time with Brisbane is done. Mm. Um, some rumours floating around that maybe he goes back to Canberra. Hopefully not. Um, I think. Hopefully Mil- not. Yeah, I think Milford needs to go and uh, get some confidence and probably get ready to be a um, you know NRL player of this decade. I think he's yeah. he, his body type and the way he, his style or the way he was forced to play at Brisbane essentially, I don't think fit um, the way the league's played anymore. So what happened with Milf? Because a few like when he was at the Milk, like <clears throat> unbelievable, like mm. one of one of the best up and coming young players in the league and then mm. sort of teed it off up at the Broncos. Do you think it's a system thing? Or? Maybe that and he needed a good halfback because I think when he was here we probably had – do we have Campisi playing next to him and then Sam Williams? So more veteran halfbacks that can well, do the management. Well, he's a lot of the time. True there. But then when he's at Brisbane, their best was when he had Ben Hunt playing next to him. So Ben could do the management mm-hmm. and then um, Milford could just focus on – that kind of electrifying, ball running. Exactly, pitch. yeah. Whereas, um, you know, now he's kind of asked to, you're paid, getting paid a million dollars, you can do everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we'll see if he can recreate his career somewhere. Um, but it's probably, oh, well, there was talk about Gold Coast. So if, it's gonna, if he stays in Queensland, Gold Coast could be a spot. But right. Do you reckon that's the best fit for him? No idea. I wouldn't be throwing big money at him, let's put it that yeah, way. From, yeah. yeah, probably won't cost big money either, though. Yeah, well, that yeah, might, might, like, might be a bargain. I think yeah. it's a good buy. Like, yeah, buy low and hope potential to. Is. He's still yeah. only, what, 25 or something? Like he's Maybe he goes play fullback for the Dragons. Say again? <laughs> he go play fullback <laughs> for the Dragons. Uh, go go play with Anthony Griffin again. I think we'll take uh, Cody Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> uh, next story, uh, Ivan Cleary uh, in their return to Leichhardt. When was this game? Was this uh, Saturday? No, Saturday? Friday night. Friday night. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, last year he was blowing kisses to the crowd. This mm. this year they were mm. cruel turnaround, isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? Yeah. They, the the baby Panthers. They ended up losing that game. Uh, but they. What was the chant? Uh, Cleary's a wanker. Something. I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's the that. exact words. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, they fed him the throughout most of the game, especially when they were in front, and then mm. in full time they absolutely got stuck into him. Uh, so, you know, Wes getting a one over Ivan after he left them hanging high and dry. Mm. I love that. Like, I think there yeah. there might have been a few, like, people that took it too far. Mm. But to get that, you know, it's a Western-Sydney rivalry. He, he kind of did dog the West Tigers to go coach his son at Penrith. Yep. They're just passionate fans. And, and he was copping it on the chin. He was having a laugh. He's, you know, but... 
It was it was fun to see that whole bay just turning around and just getting fired the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're Ivan, you're kind of thinking, eh, well, are you guys playing in the grand final this year? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> are you making <laughs> the eight this year? Probably not. <laughs> are we playing in the grand final? Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it was it was good. I thought for the atmosphere, you know, and yeah. It, it builds a bit of a rivalry between the, the clubs out west too. So. Yeah, yeah, two premier Western Sydney clubs. Uh, I yep. didn't mind it at all. Mm. Speaking of Western Sydney, Tim Sheens come back to be the head of football at the West Tigers. Mm-hmm. Uh, was obviously the coach in 05 uh, when they won the comp with Benji. Um, and and coach the Raiders to their three, yep. uh, their three premiership wins. He's been over in the UK, 756 games. First grade games coach. I can't remember. Unbelievable. I can't remember if he's second or just ahead of Wayne. Um, They're very close. It's those two, and uh, it's a distance. Daylight. (laughs) Daylight Daylight. Yeah, I feel like he might even be number one. Yeah, and hasn't had anything to do with coaching for a few years. Mm. So that'll be good, I think, for for their culture uh, over there. Um, And and Sean Johnson, is there rumours? Well, obviously... It, the halfback carousel continues. Um, jo- Sean Johnson is, is the biggest name still out there. And, um, some chat that he may go to the Rabbits to then replace um, Adam Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sharks are still circling. Raiders just need a halfback now. So, Mate, Sean Johnson is still good. Yeah. Look, look Hel- at healthy Sean Johnson is good. Look at the Sharks this year. If you want to do some homework, some rugby league homework, look at the Sharks this year when they don't have SJ and when they do have SJ... Massive, massive that's difference. difference. Yeah. You, you're talking about a guy that won the premiership with them in 16. Look, I know, mm-hmm. I know that's five years ago, but he he's still got a lot to give, and I think he he will be a real a real get for for the rabbits to to fill mm. the shoes. Look, you, are you giving the bloke a five year contract? Probably not. Hey, are you, you give him two. Yeah, two and another yeah. one. He's probably yeah buy low, buy low, and, and yeah reap the benefits yeah. after that. And he was getting absolutely lowballed there at Cronulla, so. Yeah. yeah, if he's someone that you can snap up for a little bit unders, I, I think he'd be a good buy. And there was also chat. Milk had wanted to circle him. Sure, yeah, the Milk definitely. Out, they, they definitely wanted him before he actually signed with Cronulla and then they went the direction of George Williams at the time. So uh, definitely a chance there. And there was also chat about the Warriors. Maybe, you know, they um, buried the hatchet and uh, actually realised they shouldn't have let him go in the first place. No, and, no. yeah. You know, and come back. On their but, behalf. Yeah. Yeah. So whether he goes back... To, to them. Speaking of the Warriors. Yeah, and returning home, uh, the Warriors are going to play in New Zealand in round 22 against the Doggies, uh, which will be in a th- in throwing contest. Scintillating. <laughs> Scintillating. Um, they have been in the Central Coast uh, playing the last two seasons. It's been 716 days since the Warriors have last played in New Zealand. So mm. it's been a long time. Quick math. Yeah. I think that's two, yeah. nearly two years. Yes. Mm. Over 356. It's... Yes, no, just over two hundred sixty-five. It is. Oh, sorry, apologies. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, under two years. Like, still, no, no, I think it's still. I'm over dyslexic. No, that'd be seven hundred thirty-two. Seven hundred thirty-two. By the time <laughs> they play, it'll be over two years. Yes. Nah, let's stop working on it because uh, it's a shit nah, it's part of this show. Yes. Uh, Wayne Bennett. 869. Yeah, that's one. He's one. Yeah. And Tim Sheens will be two. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he, nice. I forgot he coached Camber Raiders in 87. Yeah. Yeah, Wayne did. And then Tim. I remember it well. Tim was an assistant, I think, for Wayne at the time. From 532 Wayne. games at the Broncos for Wayne. <laughs> mm-hmm. And zero comments. 
<laughs> 532 <laughs> presses where he said no comment. Yeah. Where he's That's mumbled and gone. Yeah. 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 Only one or two smiles in that entire career as well. Oh, so. I would have taken the unders. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go have a preview of this Let's round of yes. NRL yeah. games. Yeah. Uh, so right first up is Manly versus North Queensland. I think this chat that Turbo, um, Tommy Turbo went Tommy, back up. Yeah, yep. His brother May. Yep. Uh, both teams coming off buys. They're both at six and six at the moment. This is at Lotto Land. Tom Deaton, his first game for the Cowboys. Yep. Is uh, DCE named? Yep, he's yes. made at seven. Be uh, that, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, Jake. I think 48 hour turnaround. I think is Holmes and Holmes and Felt as well. I think one of them might be out for the Cowboys. Uh, uh, Holmes is on the team list. Felt at wing. Uh, maybe. Not name. Not name. Not I'll name. tell you what. Yeah. Semantics. Mainly, mainly <laughs> win this game. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll. I'm with you on that, but then I remember how good this team was without Tommy to- Turbo. And then I, four. Yeah. Four. And then I kind of start second-guessing myself, but I'm pretty sure I still picked Manly in this. Tip the Cowboys then. Um, Tip it. Yeah, no, do, it. Not, uh, yeah do it. Yeah, do it. Do it. Look, we're gonna I'll, need I'll do it right now. We're going to need Manly. Done. Yeah. We're going to need someone to break the curse. Yeah, Manly, they're going to lose now. By, well, <laughs> I should say 10. Uh, have you got the odds there, Jim, if you wouldn't mind? Yep, so Manly are favourites at $1.54. Cowboys are out at $2.50. Mm. Line is four and a half. Manly minus the line, that sounds a bit juicy to me. Mm. Uh, Maka has gone for a payback. He's tipped uh, Manly. Yes. So is that so four Manly Cowboys, Cowboys win. Cronulla, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penrith. Uh, in the later game on Friday night, down there at the uh, temporary home of the Sharks, mm-hmm. Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. Mm-hmm. The Baby Panthers, they copped their first L last week against the Tigers. Uh, a lot of us were kind of thinking, oh, maybe this is maybe this is the game, but none of us were game to to pick an upset. Ended up happening. And I'll tell you what, mm. uh, yeah, Pen- Penrith without their, you know, seven best players look pretty, pretty ordinary. But yeah. West were pretty much full strength uh, mm-hmm. other than Joe Offerhand Gowie. Um Obviously a different story when uh, all all the Panthers are back. The thing about this one, 48 hours after Origin, you wouldn't think Cleary backs up given the state of his his. Yeah, head. but I would mm. say th- the reports out there's no fractures or any damage. It's just new yeah. stitches or just a cut. So he could possibly play. No. Um, but I think he's the only one with question marks. Everyone else was good good to go for this one. Yeah, right, right. Regardless... Mm. I don't, mm. I don't see him losing this game. No, neither do I. No. I think a bit of a talking point on the Sharks uh, side of things. So we, we've already spoken about SJ, not mm. wanted next year, and they we had been speculating. Uh, but Josh Dugan and Aaron Woods have been given their marching orders from the Sharks. No uh, one's a problem. That'll free yeah. up a lot of cap room next year. Uh, it looks like Fitzgibbon's going for a full rebuild. Mm-hmm. Next year aside, uh, I don't see the Panthers losing this. I can't imagine anyone disagrees with me here. No, I pick Panthers. Four Panthers. I don't know if we're doing odds this week or not, but I would love Cronulla at any kind of line over seven or eight points. I don't know. Marks will let you know. I've got a feeling. Six blokes backing up on a couple days break. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something something tells me this is a close one as Panthers win this by 97. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I've got, to, I've got to read on this. Yeah, That's funny. The line's 96 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds, Max? That's it. Um, so regarding all the origin reps, they're all being rested this week. 
Ooh, so it so is there a, you go, undermanned. It is a baby undermanned. panthers. Baby mm. panthers. That'll uh, be put into the lions then. <laughs> they or sharks rather. Um, They're still favourites. They are still favourites. Dollar fifty four. Sharks are out at two dollars fifty. Uh, so exact same odds as the first game. Lion is five and a half. Mm. Only one try. If it was over a try, I'd be very tempted. Oh, Pen- Penrith win. I think there's a, a reason why they make it five and a half and to convert. Man, it's yeah. mathematics. Mm. That is quick math. It's like a, a bit longer research math. or something. But no, Penrith for mine. Rolling into Saturday, Gold Coast Titans take on the Sydney Roosters up there at Seabus Super Stadium. The Titans, they, uh, they went very close to knocking off uh, the Storm last week. You could say, oh, well, the Storm didn't have their origin players, but there was four guys playing origin for the Titans and, and four pretty best fucking handy yeah. players. Yeah, they, they be, well, Their entire forward pack. Well, they, they so. went close to winning it. It was You mm. said that Philip Sami, he, he, he tried to go yeah. there. The no-look pass, and he put it into bed. Watch it. That was the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no guarantee that his winger scores that, but, jeez, he put it in Gives him a chance. Yeah, yeah it he was put about four pass. rows back, didn't he? <laughs> it was a bad part. <laughs> mm, mm. Oh, yeah. In, in terms of the Roosters, obviously been injury ravaged all year. Mm. Oh, and Jaden Campbell, we spoke about him, son of Preston. Yep. He, um, he made his debut last week. He looks wiry. He's about foot taller than his old man too. He's yeah. he's taller. Uh, and and look, from one wiry bloke to another wiry, very bloke. interesting <laughs> word. Generous, generous. <laughs> All I was going to say for a wiry bloke, he's you're lanky, Peps. You're lanky. It's the it's a hard yeah. Well, lanky. I'm taller, so I'll take well, lanky, <laughs> and he can be wiry. <laughs> um, his defense, fuck you, solid. He fucking all sorts Nico Hines, didn't mm. he? Yeah, that was a big shot, wasn't it? Yeah. Nico and I think rocks. he made 11 tackles from yeah. fullback, so I think he'll be fine. Is he – look, he's not going to be taking AJ Brimson's job anytime soon, but I think he'll be pushing for that for that first-grade side. Mm-hmm. Um, can anyone see the Gold Coast winning this up there? No. Still uh, by heaps here. No, was oh, Roosters, Roosters, sorry, Roosters, Roosters by heaps here. Same, yeah. same thing, really. Same, same thing. Heaps, yeah, I yeah. yeah, I've backed Roosters. I've gone, I've gone the Chooks here too. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, the turnaround for all those Titans players again three days for for your for feeders and yeah, especially when it's all forwards. Too. Yeah, if I saw Malata wears, um, nice. Yeah, I've got the Chooks. Have you got the Chooks? I have got the Chooks. They are favourites at a dollar twenty eight. Ooh, that's true. Um, yeah, uh, Gold Coast are out three seventy five. Line is eleven and a half. Well, I'd probably take that though. Yeah, I did, yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. They kept, oh God, they kept the storm within a try. Like the Chooks are playing a reserve grade side every week. Mm. So, but in saying that, they're reserve grade. It's pretty, <laughs> it's could pretty, be a first grade. Pretty shit <laughs> we, we did say on the SK a couple of weeks, or maybe last week, if they want to expand, you just play <laughs> Melbourne reserves and Roosters reserves. Yeah. 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 The next so, next game's go. got uh, South first Newcastle uh, up at um, Stadium Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, South's coming off there by. They had plenty of Origin players. Uh, Latrell being probably the, the biggest name and f- absolutely firing. Mm. Um, looks like Arrow and Gagai have not been named. Not unsurprising for that. Uh, but Jaden Sua and Cameron Murray have been mm. with Latrell. Uh, Knights were hammered by Para last week, and I don't think most of us will see Newcastle doing anything in this one. Yeah, South for mine. Um, mm. Look, if Newcastle had Ponga and, and Pierce playing every week, it's maybe a different story, but. Um yeah. Safidi's got a backup mm. for them too, as I think they're. It was good last night. It was good last night. Very good. Scored a try. Mm. Um, 
Nah, but South for mine. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me if Gagai has been dropped after his performance tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not named, maybe not rested, but he had a stinker. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah. Off to yeah. poor bloke. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> South, by heaps. <laughs> South, monkey? Yep, South. Odds? Odds, they are heavy favourites at fifteen. Newcastle are out at 5.50. Line is 17 and a half. That's a big line. That's a big one. Mm. Oh, we get into the toilet bowl for the week, I think. Uh, <laughs> the next game being Canberra versus Brisbane here in the nation's capital. Uh, the Broncos just gave up a 50-burger to the Dragons. Uh, a psycho has been dropped. As mentioned, Herbie uh, Fern- Farnworth is in at fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, Stag- Tony Staggs has been cleared to return, but he's copped a two-week ban for a, a drunken incident, I think, about a month ago. Uh, so he's still out, but that gives a chance for Carmichael Hunt to come into the team, and he's going to play six. Huge. Huge that's for him. Massive, isn't it? Uh, first time he's played NRL in 12 years, 12 years. I think. Oh, yeah, so that's crazy. Hey, that's that's so far. That's yeah. Some players... Uh, Career of 12 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, he's played two different sports in that time frame and come back. Mm. Um, so, yeah, all to him. Uh, I'm not sure how much what he's going to give to, to Brisbane. Life he's lived. Mm. Not a bad, bad looking rooster either. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon he brings some of that leadership that they probably need at the moment? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I've loved Albert Kelly, what he's been doing since, since they brought mm. him in. Uh, and I have liked the, say, the intensity that Gamble has brought as well. Mm. But, you know, they're still not. Strike power and the, the, the whole club struggling at the, this point. So we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, if they get something out, Carmichael, then you know, I, mean, I don't want to say he's on his last legs, but he's towards the back end of his career. I yeah. will definitely it, say he's on his last legs. Yeah, if they can get a, a couple of good good games in, or a year out of him, then they'll take it. Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Hell of a name. Yeah. Okay, Hunt. Uh, Kay Hunt. Yes. I, I think it was um, Dennis Kometi got in a lot of trouble with the, the old K Hunt. Yeah. Uh, on the Gold Coast Suns. You don't it's want to a, say that one It's too a terrible quickly. combo. Gold Coast Suns, Carmichael Hunt. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. We'll leave that one for the uh, after-hour show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, on the Esky, uncut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got in trouble for swearing by my old man on the Esky, yeah, so I am trying. I've noticed, shout out to Patty if he's still with us. Um, yeah, you've, you've really toned it down. I am trying very hard not to swear. <laughs> I don't realise how casually I do it in, in <laughs> conversations. Wait, so. wait till we get to the AFL and we'll see how we go. The Bulldogs won. The Bulldogs lost, and I'm sorry, Dad. You'll have to listen next week. Last week last week was different It was, exactly. What do we this game, I've put a note here that I think both teams will suck and this could be a draw. Um, <laughs> the old nil all special. <laughs> yes. um, I think down here in freezing Canberra, where hat, uh, sorry, buddy, it's been fucking freezing. This whole <laughs> um, I think the Raiders do them here. The Brisbane, they just look like a shell of a side. They, they, yeah. got, they got 50 put on them by the, by the Dragons, mm. who might. My own love, heart, eyes a lot uh, aside, are a pretty ordinary side. Yeah, they're not a top eight side, aren't so. they? And if you mm. if you're given that up, <laughs> it it, uh, it could be yeah, it could be danger down here. Yeah, you'd think Cameron's got a better roster at this point than mm. them, but yeah, I've gone the Raiders here. He, he, they are, this will be close, so maybe like sixteen twelve. Um, I think I've backed the Raiders as well. Um, I'm going upset. Bris- oh. Brisbane, I reckon Brisbane win this, like. Could Raiders you? have blokes in Kokomo's. Want to get back to England? Only getting all as far as the Gold Coast. Yeah, they're the Raiders are in shambles. They hate Sticky. Mm-hmm. Players miss those on Instagram, yeah. blowing up. Broncos come down here, cause an upset. I've got something here. I think um, 
Aruba, Jamaica. <laughs> oh, I want to take you where George Williams wants to play on a nice beach place. <laughs> <laughs> give us a week. Give us, give us seven more days. Perhaps I'll have something a little bit better, I'm hoping. <laughs> Max, who are you picking? Uh, I've backed Raiders in. They are favourites, dollar thirty nine. Three one, three one. That's short. That's short. Yeah, it's probably too short for yeah. where these two clubs are. Broncos win that. Yeah. Mm. Well, if you want to bet on them, they're three dollars. What's the line? Line is eight and a half. There you go. So Carmichael is thirty four years old. Mm-hmm. Debuted back in two thousand and four. He was eighteen. Yep. So mm-hmm. just turned eighteen as well. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Smith. As a comparison, retired at 36, 37. Mm-hmm. So you got three good yeah. years in him. You're yeah. <laughs> well, we'll find out after this weekend. <laughs> What's So you've got the 126 games for the Brisbane Broncos back in the day. Uh, how many games of Rugby Union and AFL has he played since then? So Rugby Union, he played 89. 89. Six and six tests. Six tests. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have his AFL, AFL game, stats, yeah. Unbelievable. Did he play three years for the Suns? Two, maybe. Joseph. I think it was only two, yeah. yeah. He, he ended up being He's a, actually like quite a first good. pick. Yeah, yeah. He did, I, right, I think like he played footy growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Unbelievable. So, so say in the vicinity of maybe 40 to 50 games. No, no, much. I, I was about 30, I reckon, yeah. 44 but, yeah. games. 44. 44. Right. So two, that's two full seasons. Really yeah. That's two full seasons. Yeah, yeah, so he played from 2011 through 2014. Mm. So it was three years. Yeah. He, um, that's four the goal years after the siren against Richmond, like that's every school yeah. boy's dream. And Carmichael Hunt, he has literally done everything. <laughs> yeah. He's literally done everything and twice. And Good he's coming the way back around. Yeah. yeah. So and then he's played Japanese rugby as well, besides rugby here mm-hmm. in Australia. Um, and mm. I think he probably played in France at some point too. Memory. Uh, did he play for Catalans? He might have. Anyway, long career for him. Uh, that's probably enough on Canberra versus Brisbane. Let's talk about Warriors versus Melbourne. Uh, that's at Central Coast Stadium. Warriors are coming off their by Storm, of course, beating the Titans 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we thinking in this one? Yeah, it's probably the first time in two months that the Storm looked vulnerable. Mm. They still mm. won. Still got a good squad. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. I don't... F- Think Munster and Grant will back up for this. No, game. you and the, why? Why risk him? Well, they didn't risk him leading up, so you down yeah. there risk him. You know, two games are, in a week. They are listed. Do they have an six. extended bench? Uh, no. Mm, shit. Grant, Grant is on the bench. Uh, Cam is starting six. Yeah, the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they they might play 40, 40 or something like that. Or they Grant plays twenty. You know. I don't think it matters. No, they no, don't I think their depth is is fine. Uh, we we saw them oh, yeah. like undermanned, um, and like when you got guys like Nico Hines and and the shredded cheese. The shred- yeah. He's not the hectic cheese anymore. He's, he's a the mozzarella. Sh- <laughs> he's a shredded cheese mozzarella baby mozzarella. Uh, Jerome Hughes. I think they'll be fine. I think they win this game uh, pretty comfortably. Yeah, four Melbournes. Odds monkey. Are they short? Four Melbournes. Uh, pretty short. Dollar uh, eighteen. Uh, Warriors out at five dollars. Lions fourteen and a half. It's not so bad. Thirteen plus again for the storm. Rolling into Sunday afternoon, Parramatta take on the West Tigers out there at Bankwest Stadium. Uh, the Knights somewhat, uh, sorry, the Eels somewhat surprisingly only lost one player to Origin in Junior Polo. 
and it showed last week they absolutely towed up the Newcastle Knights. Mm. Uh, and West, as we spoke about, gave Penrith their first loss. Uh, a little bit of a Cleary's a wanker chat after that. Uh, there was a penalty try awarded in that game to Luciana Leilua. He copped a one across the chops. Uh, he was busting over. To be honest, I don't think we need to deliberate that much. Didn't change the outcome of the game. Mm. Thoughts here, boys? Oh, I think Parramatta do this quite comfortably. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, Parramatta, again, uh, again, last week they, they pumped the shit out of um, Newcastle with their full-strength team. You know, like a bit, bit like we said, didn't prove anything, of course. Nah, it was either yep. do that or, or like it was a lose-lose situation for yeah. Parramatta, really. Yeah, they had to. Tend to, tend to they got to pump these teams. I still, I still hang the, the fraud tag on, on Parramatta. They haven't done anything, really. Yeah. I mean, 10-3, yeah, obviously exactly. very good. They are a top four course, team at the moment, but still, when it comes to um, finals footy, I can see them being bounced out straight sets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Monks, you gone Eels and can you give us some odds? Yeah, I've gone Eels there. Again, they're, they are favourites at $1.27. Uh, Tigers are out at $4. Lions, 11 and a half. Ooh. Too much for them. No. Mm. All right, the game of the round. Jeez, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well. 1-12 well. looks bad. so bad. Gee whiz. So we're talking oh, about great. Canterbury Bulldogs taking on the St. George Dragons. St. George Illawarra. Illawarra Dragons. Um, <laughs> that shit team out of Wongong. Um, Slash Cogger. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, not that shit. We've yeah. already, we've already talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Where's your two shit teams? <laughs> <laughs> Have they combined for six wins? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're at seven. Um, <laughs> Five minutes ago, he was saying they weren't a top eight squad, so he's changed his tune. <laughs> um, well, I think we talked about Duffman. Uh, yeah. Corey Norman uh, bagged uh, what he got eight from nine. Yeah, well, uh, we were bagging up, and well, you, I think you bagged him. Well, I brought it up. <laughs> I thought his goal kicking uh, needed a bit of something, yeah, something. left it left left a bit to um, desire, but he he was fucking put him over the black dot last mm. weekend. And, uh, I don't think he had any challenging ones. Has probably helped him as oh, well. Oh no, he had a couple. He had a couple from the sideline. Um, yeah, thoughts here. Dragons win big time. I, I would have thought. Mm, I'd say Dragons are definitely going to win. Um, I don't think mm. the doggy's got anything to shock him with. Mate, if if only there was a draft because that that'd be getting the number one pick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tank for whatever <laughs> that would be. Um, yeah, I think we have got four dragons here. Yep, four dragons. The odds reflect that. Yep, odds definitely reflect that. So dragons are favourites, dollar twenty. Mm-hmm. Bulldogs are out at four fifty. Line is thirteen and a half. Jeez, a couple of double digit lines this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so heavy favourites as well. Yeah. Come Origin time, weird things always happen though. Like That's you know, true. players saw yeah. backing up, mm-hmm. buys resting. There's always some weird things to pop up. But can rebooting um, St George won't be one. No, I don't think so <laughs> either. And that, I think, will do NRL for this week, round 14 preview. Let's look at round 13, I believe, for the AFL. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and do you want to talk quickly about Thursday night football that is currently happening yeah. in Adelaide? Well, it's been and an absolute unfolding ripper of a game. It's been unfolding. Isn't and it? uh, we haven't really touched on it yet, but uh, it's obviously the return of Patrick Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the battle of that team in the next tier down for mine, that Port and Geelong really in the same sort of position yeah, yep. in Adelaide. It's currently eight goals, 250 plays, eight goals, 553. Geelong have that lead. Mm-hmm. Um and, and we sort of put the game on just at quarter time. Connor Rosie 
uh, absolute young gun for Port Adelaide. Kicked four goals in the first Did quarter. He really? Four in the first quarter. So yeah, insane right. stuff from him. Tommy Hawkins, I think he's kicked four of his own. Yeah. Uh, Danger's been back. Parfitt's just snapped a goal. That's a rip that's snorter. Yeah, Gee whiz, that's in. good television. <laughs> that's a ripping goal. Geelong go up 59-50. Uh, and I really, like, I think Bulldogs... Bulldogs and Melbourne have proved that they're the two best teams. Yeah, Melbourne, obviously, yeah. the best at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd put these two teams just underneath tier them a two. little bit. Yeah, mm. tier two. So Port at home wants something to prove. Need to sort of win this game. Geelong's team is stacked. And I read a stat mm. before. First team in AFL history to have 10 blokes over the age of 30. Oh, really? Yeah. So Geelong, oh, list. we've talked about their list, uh, what they do, that they... It's not about the draft. It's about topping up and, and continually topping up. Guys like Sean Higgins, Dangerfield, um, and they got and the yeah. like there. So um, it's a win now for Geelong, but it always seems to be fucking win now. Oh, damn. And they've, they've said the F word 56 minutes in. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Sorry, Paddy. Uh, and it was as soon as we brought the AFL, AFL up. There we go. Yeah. It was as soon as we got the AFL up. But um, yeah, no. didn't learn it from him. No, no, no <laughs> certainly didn't. Great man himself. Um, I want to say that Geelong did roll back into this game. It was 50 to yeah. 30 towards the it end was, of the yeah, half time. Yeah. And they, I think they scored four quick ones to get them straight back into this. It's been a ripper um, just to have yeah. on as, as we've been watching. We've got the cricket on one screen and the footy on the yeah, other. Good. So it's good. Thursday night footies all yeah. time. Oh, Absolute all time. So, um, hands on hearts, who did we all pick? I'm pretty sure I went Port in Adelaide. I went Port, hand on heart. Yes, uh, I did. They Hard to split. I, I just thought the home field advantage, but very, I agree very, with you on that. very difficult. I t- hand on heart, tipped you along, just with the danger field um, mm. going back in. Massive, massive. Oh, massive God, you know, just a, just a casual Brownlow medalist that gets <laughs> yeah, to drop back yeah. in your team, <laughs> a, a team that's going along um, mm-hmm. very nicely at the moment. Monks, who did you? Uh, Desmond's? Yeah, hand on heart, I had Geelong. Hey, Desmond did not get the tip in those. Oh, you get a wayside, so I think you get Geelong. See, see, muy bueno, muy bueno. So let's let's get stuck into some AFL news. Yes, and I think the big one to start off with is Collingwood. As always, those pies, Nathan Barkley, their head coach, has decided to step down. Was it? Did he decide? Step down's very interesting. I don't mm. know if you guys saw the press conference. He sort of like I saw him get stuck in the media a bit about they're asking he, him like where you push, or you shove, and he's like, yeah. I don't do your job for you. You yeah. write the headline. It's you good. He, is, is what <laughs> yeah. He's always been very good with the media. Like he's a bit of a mm. smart ass. He's mm. quite arrogant the way he talks to journos. He's got, you know thirty years worth of you know, being in front yeah, of the media as a and good on him so, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. A little bit like that. And mm. and uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it, the off the field crap that's come into it now, the Polaroid stuff, the, the middle page of the paper instead of the back page. So mm-hmm. that kind of yucky stuff's come into it. But I think – I didn't realise this is his 10th year as coach of Collingwood. Yeah, that no. was honestly so shocking. I went, God, I'm getting Two, old. 217 like, games. I still picture him socks up, running up, like yeah. just yeah. busting tackles and yeah. kicking 60-metre mm. bombs. What, like what that's, we grew up with. That's really. my Nathan Buckley. I still yeah. have the play Nathan Buckley in my mind. He's just finished yeah. up as a coach and mm. – uh, and it is stepped down, but it's a weird one. I don't know. I don't. He's, they clearly think they're in a rebuild situation, but I've said in the last couple of weeks, I don't think this is a full rebuild. I think nah. this is just a bad season. Yeah, I don't mm. think the list is is bad at all. I think it's a yeah. Again, I think it. But he obviously, whatever the energy, the time. Um, we've talked about what a head coach of any sport goes through, let alone an athlete. Mm-hmm. He's done. He he's transitioned from captain. Mm. Of the most, you know, famous club in Australia to the coach of the famous yep. club in Australia. So yep. the last yep. twenty five years of his life have yep. just been yep. the biggest face. And do you, do you think you that um, you know, with all the other turmoil that's happening with the board and the head of the entire club and all that other shit, do you think he's just gone? 
I'm sick of this. Yeah. And it's like I've mm. I've done this for the last thirty years. I might do something else for a little while, and then maybe I'll go back into coaching of mm. another club. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if it played a massive part, but you can't say it played no part. Like, mm. he was definitely Eddie's boy. Like, the whole yes. – Malthouse won a flag and was out with two years after that. So, they, they were, that was how desperate the they you know, They yeah. wanted to keep Buckley on. And, and you know, yes. so much that Malthouse went to their biggest rival to be the coach. <laughs> like, so because, that. because around that, just after that 2010 flag – 2011? 2011 flag, mm. um, they – Buckley was getting offers from from all over the place mm-hmm. for for coaches, but they wanted him so badly. They said, "All right, you will be coach here. Just just be an assistant for a little bit because you are a Collingwood man through and through. We want you yeah. here." And and you you know, yeah. it's probably and the, big, the biggest Collingwood name ever. And and, and you know, like uh, like Scott Pendlebury was came out saying he was numb. He was so shocked at it. And mm-hmm. and this is a guy who played his first game with Buckley. Mm-hmm. And has spent his whole captaincy with Buckley there. I think he's going to break Buckley's record for captain, like games captain. Or him, Tony Shaw, and Buckley are the three. So, yeah. it's like this is this man has been Collingwood. He's been the face of Collingwood. So, I don't know to Sean's point if they are doing a full blown clean out. They want absolutely everyone out the door. Well, and, and the, just the big reset button. But well, they're, 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 they're the two um, you know top positions. They're the, the two kind of faces of the franchise, and they've both. One's got booted for other reasons, and uh, the others, for whatever reason, has stepped down. Uh, but you know that that changes the whole complexion of what your club mm. is and the focus. New ideas, new people come in. They always want to get their guys, their list, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, exactly right. So yeah, it's big, big changes coming to Collingwood. And it yeah, but it just seems it's been Collingwood nonstop. Like every week, yeah. we've got a new thing about Collingwood, and and, and we have bottles. said they're always under we have said it's Collingwood. They are the punching bag, you know. As well, they may be the wealthiest. When Collingwood are going good, it's the most annoying thing in the world because Collingwood fans are so <laughs> yeah. bloody annoying. But I, I don't know. Like he clearly was like he's the type of guy. If he was in it, he's all in, hundred percent. I'm going to mm. buy into this. He's, if he would know, I'm not. I'm sitting on this mm. to the point where he's got a game in three days, four days time, and then mm. he's done. So it. When I initially saw it, I thought, "Oh, is this a bit of a farewell tour for Bucks into the season?" It's no, no. This is this is it. Yeah, this is his last yeah. game, and you know, it's 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 absolutely shattering. This game isn't at the MCG. Isn't One for it? it's yeah. a big freeze, yeah. you know, and everything that builds around that. You throw in Nathan Buckley's last game as coach, and you'd have a really good game of footy, and, and you know, a crowd that would be absolutely mm. berserk. So, um, I think yeah, that. it's a, it's yeah, it just seems to be strange times down at Collingwood. I don't hate seeing them in turmoil. No, no, that one much, does. But no one does. <laughs> I think I, it's very hard to see where they'll actually go from here as well. Yeah. Um, we've got the note that I think is that Robert uh, Harvey will be the caretaker um, mm-hmm. yeah. after he steps down. But, uh, but three three hundred and fifty <laughs> games just about for St Kilda. That mm. obviously back to back decorated player. Mm. Uh, and yeah, very highly rated around the circles. Like, yeah, like that yeah. key is a, if he wants to be a head coach, you can get one, I think. Mm. But he's loving the assistant coach sort of gig. Um, yeah. Would you want to step straight into that gig, knowing that you probably don't have a well, president at and, this and point? Look, yeah. We're saying, like, we're the, I don't know, where the position that club is at, like, he's got a, like, he can do a lot of good here. If he gets five, six wins on the yeah. way in, they give him massive, a job. Massive. And again, next year, they get everyone healthy back. You throw in the number one draft pick. They, that's the, the team. This team is not in the good. This team is not North Melbourne, who have you know five, six years of crap ahead of mm-hmm. them. This team's it's going to be a really quick bounce back. Similar, like I think, similar to what Sydney have gone through. You know, it was two years of oh, good. Sydney are off the radar. Bang, mm. they're back into six on the ladder or mm. seventh on the ladder. So, mm. 
Yeah, I th- if I was a guy looking for a head coach position, I'd probably want a president um, in there that's in a concrete position before I made that decision. Yeah, that all ex- yeah, that extra stuff is yeah. Yes, it's it's, it's yeah, but it's very yeah. Collingwood to have yes. to have this argument, and yeah, mm. just it just seems like a reason to talk about Collingwood, a bit more, <laughs> which we friggin' do because <laughs> it's bloody Collingwood. But do you want to talk? From, yeah, from one head coach who's cop some heat and gone to another one who's possibly yeah. on the uh, on the stove. Peps, I'll let you take the reins with this one because it's about a bit the close to your heart. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about the Carlton Blues here. David Teague, a lot of external pressure at the moment. Um, the assistant coach, John Barker, he resigned. Was he? Was his hand forced? It seemed to be a bit of a, a, a bit of a push job here. I think so. Yeah. Like it, yeah. So like is it. the question like, is he the scapegoat or is this kind of the start of the – you know, falling off the cliff for the rest of the coaching staff. They've they've underperformed. The list that they've got, and we spoke about it last week, and I was optimistic. I, I thought they go out here and they beat West Coast this weekend. What happened in the fourth quarter? Oh, well, it, Carl the fourth quarter. it was just the whole game. It was just the whole game. But it was that four, It was that gap. They just yeah, seemed the, to be the typical four goal. Yeah. 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 Well, they, they haven't been blown out this year. They haven't mm. lost by more than five goals. That like that's great. Like you. You know, you're competitive, but they've also they've lost eight games now mm-hmm. by by less than five goals. So you kind of can't think, finish it. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that that comes into it. The, all the, all this heat on Teague is it all his fault? No, I, I don't. I don't believe so. And and he's halfway through a three year contract. You can't. You I like. But why is he the scapegoat? Why should he be the scapegoat? It it seems to be a mentality thing, and if it is a if it is above the shoulder thing, that's on the coach because a, an AFL player is an AFL yep. player. You know, your yep. skills are varied. Sure, but if you you can motivate a group to go, uh, but like you know, this is me speculating from a mate's living room. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not you know a psychologist or anything. But it seems to be you, you might need one to break this down. <laughs> actually, that's actually such a good point because they seem. The players on paper are good. They're not mm. getting blown out, like you say. They've got the Coleman, the reigning, you know, the guy leading the Coleman medal yeah. at the moment. They've got yeah. Sam Walsh and Patrick Cripps, who could both be Brownlow yeah. medalists in their career. Jacob Weedering's become one of the best tall they, defenders in the competition. They might have two All Australian backs. Exactly right. So, you know, th- there's a lot of good at the moment, and yet it just doesn't translate into wins. So, mm. do you then throw it in the bin and, and get rid of Teague, but, but, or put the pressure on Teague? It seems like he's doing a lot of good. Yep, but the focus isn't on that good when the winds aren't coming. Yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed, and that could be the question of you know maybe he's not the one to put him over the top. And uh, generally, a team or a club, uh, their mentality is a direct reflection of what the coach um, instills in them. So uh, uh, there is a, there is a it's it's surprising the amount. I, I, I'm going dis- to disagree. Exactly. With I don't think he's not instilling. Good. Like we've got we've got the fact there. Like you know Brendan Bolton, who seemed to be this great players coach and got and you know sort of got a bit of benefit of the doubt. We've got there. His record was sixteen and sixty one. Yes. in seventy seven games. That's right. So so Teague has won more games than Brendan Bolton did let, in thirty seven less games. Let so, that sink in. Yeah. So so. Mm. And for whatever reason, Bolton had this aura of yeah, maybe coming from Hawthorne, sort of yeah, he'll get it yeah, clicking. Don't yeah. worry, he's that fun loving guy. And and like, in Bolton's defence, possibly the list has matured a little bit better. They've they've probably got more. Yeah, to, yeah. A lot of these guys came they've in got under more Bolton. Yeah, to work yeah. with now than they did when when Bolton was there. But I just don't know. And well, you you're, I, you're I a think, fan. You're a fan. Do you like David Teague as coach? Oh. I I think the thing wasn't that a quick yes, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, but but that's kind of what he is. He yeah. isn't a. You don't go. He's our coach. For, yes, good. 
Like you go down the list of every, like Simon Goodwin, Melbourne. Yes, he's yeah, answered every question. Right. Luke Beveridge, yes. I Ken Hinckley, Port Adelaide, absolutely. I think yeah. a lot of the thing that that irks people is it. It seems, and this is from the outside looking in, the lack of interest in terms of when they're losing. There's no like the body language. It's kind of like, and maybe that's just Teague as a person. Well, yeah, those are the habits. But there's no, there's no passion. The there's no, there's no shouting. There's no screaming. It's just the the leg across the lap. Just mm. kind of okay. This is what we're used to, kind of thing. Mm. So well, that like comes it, back to your point about the yeah. coaches leading that culture in the team, and yeah, yeah. it's like it's expected. Like, 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 like we'll go close, but we won't win. Yeah, mm. four goals. Oh, they only went down by four goals. You yeah, know, we, but we, how many times go down game, by four goals? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and so instead of getting stuck in them, like, hey, that's crap. It might be like, oh, we did pretty good we just couldn't get over the edge it's it's just that mentality like how, yeah, do they, how does that coach get, get coached into them? I, so a quick 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 question for you mm. um as a you know a hypothetical uh barkley's now on the market would you make the switch to, to oh, i wouldn't think he's on the market though i think he's just a hypothetical we are hypothetical. living hypothetical yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's he, leaving collingwood he's uh, available he's a free agent he's free agent, yeah yes. absolutely well, i also think he said he wants to focus on his family agree and, agree and, but would you make the change to someone like that I hate this. I hate this week by week scrutiny, scrutiny. I think he's contracted to the end of next year. Let him go. Brendan Bolton got a long run. Mm. Um, and, and possibly with a few blokes coming back from injury next year, possibly. But it's the same shit. It's the same shit as a Carlton exactly. fan. It's, it's next year. It's yeah. Which yeah, I think it, it, I think adds to the heat because they gave Brendan Bolton so much. You know, oh, well, maybe next year, maybe next year. So maybe this time they want to go, no, bugger it. We gave last guy legs. You're on mm. your last leg now. You're out at the end of the year. I don't think yeah. he, this will be a situation where, where Teague's out. Because last time they fired a bloke mid-season, you know, the bloke they brought in did pretty well. Indeed. Who is David Teague? <laughs> yeah. So to earn himself <laughs> yeah. another gig. So that it, it nearly, you know, if he isn't the man, it kind of cooked Carlton. Because he, he, he forced their hand. They had to hide mm. this bloke. Yeah. He got that list yeah. to win that game. So, but no. I don't know. I'm with, I'm with you, Pep. Like, they signed with this deal. Like he's six games under, like you know, a fifty-fifty record. So like, yeah. I understand the forty fr- games. Like the frustration of the four-goal loss would a hundred percent add up because if there's a blowout, you can make sweeping changes and cut blokes and put a message out there. Mm. Four goals, you you know, if you drop it, stuff there and thereabouts. Four goals, yeah, there and thereabouts. And again, and it's not like they can take a big scale because we've mm. talked about their their draw. They should now go on a run and win games. So it's so the pressure turns up because if he loses a game against Gold Coast or if he loses a game against you know whoever's around them, they get in a now you get in that sticky situation where well you you're not only losing games but now you're losing games you're supposed to win. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a bit of up in the air. For, but I agree. I think like I don't know. Every time the board says we're fully behind a coach, that's pretty much their death sentence. So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so yeah. You, you don't need the board to say that, but you'd love for a I, I thought don't know, the a board Patrick Cripps tells the truth. Yeah, you'd oh. love for a Patrick Cripps to come out and say oh, we love David Teague or you know Sam Walsh saying oh you know I've grown as a player under David yeah. Teague. Yeah, but as soon as you start asking those questions, you're asking Mm. questions about, hey, what do you think about him? But coming back... He puts it in the mind. Like, it starts... Coming back to Buckley. Cracks start to make. Coming back to Buckley. After they won that game last weekend, I think he had full support of the players. I I think they were all fucking around They're shocked about this. Yeah, absolutely. And and maybe... And look, I don't want to put him in the the same boat, Buckley and Teague, 
But maybe it's the same thing. Like a lot of it is external. It's you know yeah. we've got yeah, members, we need results. We could, yeah. you know we got shareholders, and a lot of it comes from outside. And as a player, you're going, I like this bloke. That you means know. nothing to me. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Like I would play. Yeah, exactly. Well, I want to yeah, play for this bloke. I want to jump on a board. But In- then it's all right. Show that. Yeah. yeah, show that in the you know why do you die at last quarter? If this bloke does mean that much to you, that's right. Then you would throw. It. So again, yes. but but that's coming from, again. It's always coming from outside. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Profe- professional sports has always been you know the not for long kind of leagues, isn't um, it? Who'd want to who'd want to be a coach? Yeah, it's, it's it's what have you done lately for me? Have you have you won games? Have you won flags and things like? That? If you haven't, there's that's like such a shit place to go <laughs> like, because because one team wins. Re- result, one team yeah. wins at the end of the season. Like, but, but like Sean's absolutely correct. It is that, yeah. and it's that results get you pressure. sponsorships. Results get you oh. big players. They get you all the other things that you need. The your money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's what the clubs are all about. So. And Car- like Carlton are no players to be picky and decide. You know what we. We want this. We expect this. No, they no. haven't won a final for thirty years, like you <laughs> know, close to thirty years. So, so don't. No, they they won the ninety five. So twenty <laughs> close to thirty. <laughs> we're getting old. Tone, I'm that's, telling you, that's mate. Grand final they won. So, so you were yeah, five. Great. Like, that's what on. I mean. But you know, like the Judd years, the Judd. Yep. And you know the the. The chats come out. They've probably lost the Judd trade. You know, they brought Chris Judd across, but Josh yep. Kennedy sounds to be one of the best yep. forwards of the modern era. You know, mm-hmm. like little things like that. Like they're in no position to be picking, and, and you know they're not at Richmond right now where they no, can pick and choose no, with little no. things like that. Mate, they're not an essence. Seventeen wins out of your last forty games. Yeah. They need to be happy with that because yeah. the last fifteen years hasn't been up to standard. So yes, I think yeah, just again with the Buckley stuff. Hopefully David Teague he, he's been the happiest man in the AFL because he goes. No one's going to be talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. going to be talking take, about Colin and what they're going to be doing next. I can just take, go about my business. Take that spotlight and yeah. point it over there. Shift it, yeah, a little Shit. bit to the. Anyways, east. let's talk about the crumb. Um, the crumb. They were they were fined fifty k for COVID breaches. I'm not sure if you've seen the pictures. I think one of them was a text. Um, they weren't wearing their mask properly on a commercial flight. Back to Adelaide? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was either not at all or it's a bit more of a chin strap. Um, so they got fined for not wearing their face mask correctly. You've seen what happens on these flights, right? So so you're meant to put your mask on yeah. and then I... Uh, um, this is your captain speaking. Uh, we will now be serving your lunchtime meal. And then everyone takes their fucking mask off and eats their food and drinks their $13 beer. And they go, yeah, no worries. Uh. Fuck off. <laughs> like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Like, it's, it's... oh, You don't need to get me going on, on the ridiculousness that is the people that make the COVID rules and yes. the people, you know, that... The servants, if you will. <laughs> oh, thank you, almighty, almighty fucking COVID master. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, I want to get stuck into the snitches on the plane, buddy, taking photos and <laughs> posting on social media. Jesus Christ. So 50, yeah, what's that? 50 grand to the AFL. That'll pay, pay for that Christmas party or something. Yeah, yeah, everyone's on board. Gillian McLaughlin's gone, you're guilty. You can book out somewhere. Yeah. We'll book out the crown. Thanks, yeah. Adelaide. You know, sometimes... And Adelaide, uh, 50 grand, whatever. Yeah, like, sometimes you, know, you look in your wallet, you're like, Jesus, fucking a lot of five cents in here fucking mm. weighing us down. <laughs> That's the fight <laughs> from the crumb. That's, that's <laughs> what the crumb find. That yeah. It's nothing, and it's it's the reason it's the last bit of news we'll talk about because it is, you're, you're right, it's Pips, garbage. It is, it is yeah. such it's just silly. garbage, and the, and we're going to look back in this crap in ten years' time and go, oh, the whatever. Look, you, to be honest, on a plane you probably should be wearing a mask. There's a lot of strangers around, but mm-hmm. to, for this to be happening, yeah, you're going to catch a bus or a train. When the food gets served, you leave it on. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, right, you're just, right. We just could, lift it up and sneak it in. Yeah. Let's, we're not going to get stuck on this. Because Perhaps, do you want to say the last Peps, point? Perhaps we'll get upset. Yeah. Last point on the list there? 
the, the strong point here is, look, <laughs> the, the crumb doesn't get COVID. This is an old Chuck Norris joke. The COVID gets the crumb. <laughs> And when yeah. she says jump on board the crom, like yeah, yeah. no one else. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close. David Teague, win a game or otherwise I'm on the crom. I'm adding some yeah, yellow and red to this navy colour. Crow crom. With that, we'll do round 13 let's, preview. Let's have a look at the game. Uh, we've talked, right. we've Does talked about Thursday. Nice cold uh, beverage? I'm, like good beverage the moment. I'm good at the moment. I'm quite up. Uh-huh. Uh, and we, we sort of talked about the Friday night game. The current score is 62-57. to 57, Geelong mm. lead and it, it sort of tightened up here in the third quarter. It looks Very a bit slippery. So. I don't know if they've got some rain. It's just a Friday night mm. due in Adelaide. Um, but yeah, good game of footy. Good contest going out mm. at the moment. Um, I just love Thursday night footy. I just wanted to add that. Like it just, I think it, nice, I kind of like that it's not a permanent fixture though. Like it ran, mm. like I just went, oh, this is tonight when I was putting my tips in. Like I kind of like that it's you know, if you do it 15 out of 23 weeks, I actually don't mind that word rather than having it that. loses its... Uh, kind of if it's there every week, yeah, you yeah, don't watch it. it. But then you're like, oh, there's a game of footy on. How good. Plus, especially when you schedule it on a Thursday night that doesn't have an NRL game on as well. Right? Oh, it's it's all lies. I, th- I actually do because... Yeah. And there was there was some crap chat um, and going back to Collingwood as it, oh, everything happens. <laughs> Eddie Maguire was on AFL 360 last night talking mm. about Buckley and everything. And, yeah, yeah. you know... Mm. And everyone was saying, ah, oh, this is bullshit. You're doing it because Origin's on. You're just trying to get some more eyes on there. But whatever, for whatever reason, that happens. But absolutely, they are, they are in an ongoing battle. Mm. Um, so I, I think it 100% is a, is a hit back. You know, people wanting to watch sport at the moment. You're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a game of footy on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gary Rowan just kicks a goal and uh, Geelong go up by nine. 11 points. Quick math. 11, confirm. 11. Um, no Saturday <laughs> afternoon footy with the buyers uh, going on. So a fresh set of teams have their bye week. It, it, 18 teams is per, is very good symmetry. Like mm-hmm. it, it just it's makes nice, stuff like this. Nice easy. Like we talk about the NFL is all. 32 teams is perfect. Divided by, you know, yeah, but eight divisions you know four. Uh, 17 games. <laughs> yeah. Just want a bit of symmetry. Yes. Just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get to But that. in tomorrow night, uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a stinker. <laughs> At the SCG, Sydney host Hawthorne. Um, Swanee's coming off that win against St Kilda and mm-hmm. and, and they had to dig in um, tough. The good St Kilda rocked up. Yes. The good, well, they did. And, and I think we all sort of talked about, you know, this was game sense. Probably <laughs> thought they could just turn it on and flick the switch. And, mm. and a young Sydney team probably... Would fall away and go down, mm. but it is still those older blokes. So Callum Mills, who's not old, but you know, a veteran. Okay, Isaac man. Heaney, you know, the Bud. <laughs> this is a good Lance Franklin we're seeing. Like a thousand mm. goals yeah. is, is a is a genuine reality. Yeah, he might get it. He might yeah. get it this year. Um, mm-hmm. Josh Kenny had a bit of a quiet uh, game, but Luke Parker is turning on. He's having a great season. Mm. Um, Kennedy actually signed on yep, for an extra year. year. Yeah, so he's monks. I'll put you on the spot. Can you find Josh Kennedy from City Swans? Um, age, he'd be 33, I reckon. And, 32, yeah. And a big-bodied yeah, midfield. He's taking some bumps. He's taking some hits. Um, former Hawk as well. For, well, his, his granddad was obviously, the you know, one of the greatest mm. AFL, one of the greatest Hawthorne people of all time. And, mm. you know, they didn't really want him. Sydney got him on the cheap. He's won a flag. Um, you know, got Norm Smith votes in a losing grand final um, against the Bulldogs. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah 270 games, 300 is very well inside. Yes. Um, Hawks are just, you know, whatever. They're, yeah, c- they're, coming off a bye. They're North Melbourne, you know, if you if you just turn the contrast down mm. the TV. You know, <laughs> same, same <laughs> jersey, the white and blue turns to brown and 50 gold. 50 to 30. They, um, uh, this, is, this, is, this is a chance for Sydney to actually 
you know, they've been surprising teams. Now they're the big favourite. Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. sure Monk will tell us that they are big favourites. Let's see what these young kids can really do. Let's see Isaac Haney kick six goals. Let's yeah. see let's see some, you know, Callum Mills really dominate. Let's get Logan mm. McDonald a bag. You know, they'll, they'll be looking for these young guys. And, and, really and go out them. and do it on the scoreboard. I don't think Sydney's really done that. They're not a team to pump team. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think just that's a good go point. go out and just annihilate them. Yeah, watch if, if I was a betting man, which I am, uh, Logan McDonald, <laughs> Logan McDonald, three or four goals. I reckon they look to get the young guy really involved. I like that. So it sounds like you're picking Swans. I've Goal got Swans as well. Swans here. Swans by Swans heaps. by a bit. Odds yeah. Yep, I've gone Swans as well. Uh, odds are they are favourites. A dollar fifteen. Hawthorne are out at five dollars fifty. Line? Anyone want to guess the line? Oh, I didn't oh, this the game again. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-seven and a half. Nah, thirty-one and a half. Thirty-ish. Did you? Yeah, thirty-one and a half. Oh, <laughs> Pepsi, Pepsi. Stupid game. Uh, Josh Kennedy is thirty-two years old, and yeah, he's general. got a bit of a rig on him as well. Fucking earth, he does. Yep. Yeah. Handsome gentleman. We saw him mm. at um. Big day out one year, and, and, oh. and um, shout out Leanna Potter. She put him on her shoulders. Leanna Potter, yeah. if you're listening, I'm <laughs> sure. Who would you think Leanna would ever get a shout on the Esky? She yeah, did. There you go. Uh, put Josh Kennedy on his shoulders. So good on you. <laughs> chat. Going into one of the game, like this, right. AFL is a pretty popular sport in Australia. Like, would you agree? It's probably the populist, you know. I think, about. I think it's the most popular in mm-hmm. terms of eyes on telly, members, members, um, money going into it. Fremantle versus Gold Coast at 4.15 on Saturday. I honestly think there'll be more people down at uh, Tuggeranong Hyperdome. Now South Point, actually. <laughs> yes. This is the most non-event of a game. And it like it's quite tragic because it's got like double Brownlow medalists. What are we talking about? North and GWS? <laughs> Nat Fife. I've got some thoughts on that game. but Better get past Saints and Crom. Nat Fife. <laughs> it, look, shout out to our AFL fans. It's a stinker this week. Is, the dogs are off, so no one really cares about the footy this weekend. Uh, look, so I think the big one for this is uh, Rowell. Um, Rowell, indeed. Rowell, as he's known around most yeah. common people. Um, <laughs> Rowell will go well, hopefully. Rowell by um, name, Rowell by nature. Again, like, Nat Five's playing this game. He's a two-top Brownlee medalist. Yes. Matt Rowell should hopefully play. Like, thank God he's back. He's back. He's uh, the key the to making one, yeah. Gold Coast watchable. Yeah. Yes. However, this game is, is just not, is not watchable. Uh, Freo coming off that loss against the Dogs. They did. They were really good, but they were just actually Nat won't Fife won't be playing because they got effing smoked with injuries. <laughs> they had. Patty. I think they finished with seventeen <laughs> on the field. They had yeah, to use their uh-huh. sub. There was. They were going down in numbers. It was a really physical, wet game in mm. in Perth, and I was just one of those games. I said, just both iron. I don't want any injuries because they were all happening to Frio. Mm. It was insane. So that that their um. This is a game Gold Coast could genuinely, genuinely win. It's you a, yeah, actually, yeah. I'm tipping Gold Coast. I'm tipping Gold so. Coast. I've gone Dockers. Um, I've gone Freo as well, but I think that... They were banged up. The odds uh-huh. here are ridiculous. They'd yeah, be close. This would be real close. tight. This would be evens nearly. I think it's very close. Mm. Um, I've gone Freo purely just because it's in WA. I've got Longest no trip we've worked out in the in the mm-hmm. comp, but yep. this, oh yeah, I'm going the upset. Well, maybe not. <laughs> so free uh, Well whoever's yeah. the odds are This is the opposite What's, can't be what's, what's the favorite. odds Like come on What are we doing here <laughs> Mark give us some odds <laughs> No keep it rolling on. <laughs> <laughs> This is good content uh, so, Sons of favourites $1.81 81. So I didn't tip the upset I tipped the favourites <laughs> 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 what I said Frio's at $2.04 That tells you How Frio are going If well, Gold what's, Coast What's that yeah. Is that six points Two and a half Yeah very close 
one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. Very short. Close one. Moving into the Saturday night game. We're uh, picking the crumb. The St Kilda Saints <laughs> take on the mighty, the mighty <laughs> that is the crumb of South Australia. <laughs> Shout out uh, Gilligan's Hotel. They'll be hosting uh, the after yeah, party. The after uh, this party one's up, up in uh, sweaty cans. Yeah, the swamp. Uh, some up in the swamp. Up in the swamp. Kazali Stadium up there in Cairns have to uh, take in the weather into account. I uh, can't imagine it favours one team or the other. No. Uh, the Saints, uh, we did mention the good Saints rocked up against mm-hmm. the Swans. They couldn't quite get the W. Uh, Jack Steele and Brad Crouch, very good as usual. Crouch has been good this year. I think he he, he copped a bit of flack on that, you know, oh, big-bodied, tough inside midfielder. They've got one in Jack Steele who nearly won a Brownlow. But Crouch has come in. Like, he's laying a lot of tackles. He's getting a lot of contested mm. ball. He gets so much ball. He gets. He's just a magnet. And he just, you know, he's not going to really damage you by foot, but he just will get in there, win the clearances, win mm-hmm. the, get the ball out, feed mm-hmm. it. They just need a couple bit more outside runners. You know, someone like Bradley Hill, who they have, who just isn't really impacting the game. Mm. Or a big forward that could kick straight. Maybe. Oh god, <laughs> it is. It's it's like that. He's got the yips. Like Max King has the yips. Yeah, Max it's King's got the yips, and and Higgins got the yips as well last weekend. One goal, six. Anyways, that I just looks. I can't comment personally. Yeah. That looks. I'm happy to get seven kicks ever in a game. <laughs> yeah, so, seven, but yeah, you know. seven in a game. Oh, it just looks gross. Again, you know, one yeah. of twelve looked bad for Canterbury. Yeah. One goal, six. It's just. And again, they brought him in. They they paid a good price to get him in yeah. there. You know, I think it was a uh, a high second round pick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, character, I, they, I think, apparently. They, like, yeah, they loved him at Richmond. Mm. Like they were sad mm. to let him go. But mm. you know, between him and Max, like the guy, like eventually this adds up. And you know, you lose a game by nine points, and a guy kicks one goal six. Like you could genuinely win the game That's if right. you just kick straight. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, and not to take anything away from Jack Higgins because I thought he was. Like outside of, oh, he played really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small forward. I think he had close to twenty five points. Yeah. It's uh, just the thing. If you kick three goal four, four, they win that game. That's right. Yeah. Yes. You know, well, like, the I, same. The same could be said for the crumb against the pies. Like the big Texan kicked two, 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 two six, two, six and right. they lost by five. So. That's right. But absolutely. But you can't. God, Texan is keeping these this this crumb in team. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the crumb equals Texan. Like like prime <laughs> Texan. He like he has. This is nearly his best season. Like Resurgent. This, this man was all Australian captain. Like yeah, he he's had yeah. some all time seasons. But this is. What he's doing with the players around him, it's, it's actually really cool to see because he's a fun player to watch. Ta- sticks a mark and can just kick either foot 60 mm. metres. So um, so who are we picking? It, I'm not going to say good game, but I'm going to say close game. I agree with that. I'm going with St Kilda. I think they, they, they like to beat up on crappy teams and can't beat anyone sort of above them. So. I'll back the crumb. Crom won't rock up. Crows will crumb, rock up. Crom, 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 It's not about the tips it. anymore. It's about the crom. <laughs> It is about the crom. Uh, I backed him in. Uh, <laughs> crom. Three crom. Yeah. Four marks. It sounds like Max is going very far ahead in the tips this week. Going to yeah, one way or the other. We're going to South Possibly. Australia this weekend for, for a Bucks party. Very true. Yeah, might, yep. yeah, might go chew a few ears off in a few <laughs> local establishments. I'll be keen. What are the odds there, Max? Uh, so, flip of a coin. St Kilda are favourites $1.89. From uh, a dollar ninety five. Jesus, that's one, one and a half. Yeah, one if not less. Half. Ooh. Half. Okay. Eighty million. Imagine betting on that. Half a point. That's low testosterone. This could be a two nil game. <laughs> <laughs> so that game could end up two nil. So the half a point. Uh, speaking of low testosterone. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> the North, North game North of Melbourne are playing GWS in Tasmania. 
Oh. oh. Both teams coming off the bye. Let's get through this run quickly, bees. Yeah, the North lost the bye last week in a close contest. <laughs> <laughs> the bye had a couple out too. I wrote that joke for, for myself. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, sure. You set it, it up for well, me, so, so I had to spike that. Fine. I had to spike yeah. that bitch down. Not too so. bad. Not the too bad. Loop. There we go. Um, um, uh, North stink. They're bad at yeah, footy. Yeah. Jedwes have know, a little bit more talent. Middle of the pack. Jedwes will win this by a gross sort of like 28, 29 points. It'll be a shitty, you know, windy game in. Tasmania mm. that again I won't be watching I think I'm playing golf on Sunday so I might miss Ooh. that one yes yeah I, I think we'll GWS, yeah, GWS, GWS on that time so. 24 yeah. 29 points to GWS yep yeah I got GWS Giants for mine Marks um, I reckon the Roos have a good show for oh, to Tasmania but I'm going GWS blue ball us here on the end of the table come on uh, GWS are favourites $1.25 uh, North are out $4 true. 24. 26 and a half. Uh, 23 and a half. I'd take that for Giants. Yeah, that's, mm. that's not too bad. Last game in the round. Uh, no, second last game of the round, but oh, actually it should be somewhat of a good game. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Depends on which West Coast rocks up. They host Richmond um, at a late game on Sunday. So mm-hmm. long weekend for us. All over the country. Yes, in Australia. All yeah, over the country. Right. So this might be uh, actually all right to watch. Um, have to be a late one, so no work Monday. Eagles got up over your boys. Perhaps, again, it wasn't the uh, classic close at three-quarter time. They just sort of mm. controlled this game the whole way. Mm. It was actually yeah. a really good game of footy to watch, yeah, the, the, yeah. the Carlton West Coast game. Guess, um, yeah. Flan Ran hits Flan his bomb. He, he came back in and he was on fire. Yeah. Um, a little bit of injury clouds around the West Coast tour forwards. Oscar Allen didn't play. Josh uh, Kennedy didn't uh, play. Yep. Uh, it didn't matter because they got guys like – and Petrocelli didn't really get involved. But nope. Flan Ryan, um, young Jordan, was it? Um, you know, they all sort of got involved. Like, West Coast just seemed to provide good players everywhere. I mean, mm. again, they just sort of seem to be going along at the moment. Yeah. But, you know, yep. and, and and doing what we want Carlton to do, they're beating the team sort of around them and below them, and they just aren't matching it to the teams above them. Um, yeah. Elliot Yeo's been back for two weeks, but he just looks oh, unfit. He, he, no, he looks unfit. Right. <laughs> I would disagree. Yeah, he had actually a good second half, but I just yeah, think I he's... Thought he was good. He was all right. But, you know, Prime Elliot Yeo is an All-Australian. Mm. I just think the, the teams that they've had to rush him back with Shuey out, you know, they've needed to him to gel with that mix. Um, Jack Redden's been in good form. Gaff's mm. in good form. Nick, Nick Nat Nui still he, – he's actually quite underrated, Nick Nat Nui. Like mm. He, he mm-hmm. just jumps on blokes' heads and just gets them going. Like, I think it's more a show in the midfield than Nick Nat Nui that, mm. that yeah. the games aren't going the way they are. It's probably the, the, the other Premier rucks in the mm. – the, the league as well, kind of taking the spotlight. Yeah, and, and, and like you look at, like Max Gorn's a bit of a cheat code. Like he gets all the hit outs and he you know he gets yes. twenty touches and might kick a goal a game. Like you shouldn't actually be able to do that, you know. <laughs> yeah, whereas you know sure. Brary Grundy's a bit the same, but the Collingwood midfield gets smashed. Whereas Nick Nat's not a big ball winner, but he just his influence with his taps is mm. like with it, if they didn't have Nick Nat, I don't know this team would be bottom six. Like I think he is really that important, yeah. and they have some good players on that team. Um, at either end of the ground, as well as in the midfield. So, but I really think Nick Nat is that barometer that sort of mm. makes mm. the team tick, and, and yep, he's actually captaining the team for the first time. So mm. it shows you what the players and what the coaches think of him, like not just his influence on the game, but he obviously has a lot of leadership and a lot of qualities that they. Um, what do you think they can do against Richmond at home? I actually really want to tip West Coast, but it, it seems Richmond have flicked the switch and gone, all right. Yeah. They, 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 yeah. They've switched the – sorry, Dad, but the fuck you switch. <laughs> the, the, um, sorry, the, Paddy, if you're listening. Sorry, Paddy. Um, that, 
they've hit this part of the ter- the season where it's like they actually need to start winning some games to to position yeah. themselves for September. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. seems they've gone right. Let's let's do it. Let's put the Jets on. Mm-hmm. Like Shea Bolt. I don't know if you always saw him last week, but hey, Unreal. Very good. he looks. An awful lot like a young bloke um, who wears the number four for Richmond. <laughs> so if you can have two guys play similar to Dusty Martin on your team, you're actually cheating and you shouldn't be allowed to <laughs> compete. Yeah. Like well, I think like Richmond are now, they've finally got all their guys back. They're healthy. They've got the full squad complement. So. Absolutely. And, and that veteran hardness, you know. It's been there, done that. Whereas West Coast are still very beat up. They've still got a fair few injuries. Mm. I, I think Richmond win over there. Um, it'll have to be a big performance for West Coast to win that one. But I think, yeah, Richmond are now in that groove where they're going to they're gonna put some teams to the yeah. sword. I stupidly have picked West Coast, and you've kind of talked me out of it, but I'll stick with what I've tipped, and I went with West Coast in at home. In Perth, yeah. Yeah, at Perth. Which is, like, and we've talked about West Coast. They're, they're two different teams, yeah. either yes. side of the nullable. Yeah. It's, it's an extra three goals but, for them, essentially. But, you know, they're playing against pretty much the one team. You, you actually can't have to yeah. dis- mm. you know, not count that in. Sorry, Peps, your tip? Yeah, I've got in the Tigers for that for that reason. Mm. Um, yeah, West Coast have been a bit up and down. Mm. I, I think mm. Richmond get it done here. Monks? Yep, I uh, got to Desmond. Ooh, Desmond. Yeah, so Tigers are favourites, dollar seventy three. West Coast are out at two dollars twelve at the moment, and the line twelve and a half. No, uh, a little bit closer than that, four and a half. Oh, oh really? wow! Sorry, yeah. I'm well off. Obviously, they had drain time at the G out in Perth with Richmond yes. last week, and it was yep. such a great yeah, celebration. Classic. But I, I was sort of reading on Twitter; you could tell it was a real neutral game. Like, you know, mm. without West Coast playing at Optus Stadium, you know, you, they had a full crowd, they had a great celebration, but it just sort of was lacking a bit. And mm-hmm. I think, again, Richmond going back and forth from Perth may may impact them as well a little bit. But, like, that game was close for a long time. Essendon mm. hit the front in the last quarter and, and, and that, that FU switch that I talked <laughs> about, Richmond flicked that in, in a big way in that last quarter. So that should be sort of game of the round. That should actually be, um, well, apart from the one on tonight, which is... Port Adelaide have just hit the front. Yes. So they lead, the they lead 77-74 with 17 minutes in the last quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, kick the last two as well. We've kicked last Charlie Dixon getting his hand on the footy, which is always a good sign for mm-hmm. Port fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go from the first game of the round to the last game of the round, and uh, we sort of touched a bit on it. The big freeze yeah. game, uh, Melbourne versus Collingwood, unfortunately not at the MCG at its no. traditional time. Um, it will be at the SCG, so hopefully you get a full house there. The, the big freeze, obviously, which this game has, you know, been built around the last seven years. Um, Neil Danaher and his work with um, MND. I don't know if you boys saw him on AFL 360 mm. uh, earlier in the week. Like, hey, that's – if you want to inspire, you know, people like this – this this man is incredible. Like, mm. he, like he like he physically can't talk. He, you no. know, struggles to move and yet he's still – like, he like, – yeah. Do yourself a favour and listen to this man talk. Mm. Like it, it, mm. it will send chills down your spine. Bring mm. a tear to your eye. Or, um, or, or read the book. The, yeah. The, oh the book. god. Like, yeah, it's it's a real lesson. Like, That's, yeah, it's it's a disease that you just can't comprehend. Can't, the the brain is yeah. fully functioning, but, but the body just doesn't catch up to it. And, and, yeah, and, yeah, but the the strength yeah. of that bloke is yeah, oh, it's inspiring, unbelievable. And and it, that's why it's such a crime we can't get an extra you know thirty thousand people to this game to mm. raise a lot of money. And yeah. look, yeah. if you can't, I've ordered my beanie. I, I I you know support anyone out there who is listening to the You know, buy yourself a beanie, donate to an amazing cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a game of footy that goes with it, and you yeah, know, that's right. Yep. You know, a couple of days ago, this was just you know a chance for Melbourne to. Uh, boost the percentages but uh <laughs> you know <laughs> we spent 10 minutes talking about nathan buckley getting the ass or nathan buckley stepping down yes uh, you know it, it just adds to this game and and i think back to jack watts making his debut 
mm-hmm. and there was a lot of chat around. You know, that was the last example. I had a lot of chat outside of the game with this Queen's holiday, Queen's birthday game. Whereas now it's the other way around. It's Collingwood of this, you know, floundering club where they're sacked. The, cap, the coach is on the way out. Melbourne are this absolute powerhouse. Don't look like losing a game ever again. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they get the, the head coach firing boost. Uh, no. Usually that's good for one game, but since he hasn't left yet, maybe that's not this week, but the following week. Um, well, especially not against Melbourne. Yeah, I, I don't think they get past the, the Ds. I, I, I like watch the start of this game. Like This will be a very emotion-charged game. Not being yeah. at the G is a killer for the Pies. Um, I think the first quarter will be a real tight, and Melbourne are a bit... Slower start, the, the best mm. second half team in the competition, mm. and they've blown some teams out of the water. I think you'll see this happen. I think at half time, this actually might be a bit of a scrap. Colin will keep it close, and then, you know, D's blow it out to about 30 points. But, yeah. they'll, but, flick, but I think they'll I, flick that fuck you switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melbourne have a big one of those this year. So <laughs> I just, I really think, like, Bucks is a bit more than just a head coach to some of these guys. Like, yeah, like, like I mentioned Scott Pendlebury, like, like he's gone from like worshiping this guy to playing with this guy to being under the like they're best friends from all accounts. Yeah. So, but we've said it before. This could go either of two ways. Like they could come out completely flat for this. Yeah, and be, and be cooked like, and saying, yeah. "Wow, what a shot!" Like you know, you yeah, talk about like, you know COVID and travel interrupting your schedule. Now you throw your your hero and head coach getting. Yeah. They're going in yeah. on that. So you're absolutely right. This or they be, go the other way, of course, and it's just yeah. like, hey, it's the last game. We'll go, you know, rip in, do absolutely everything. We'll kill ourselves to win this game. 100%. So, you know, either or. And you, like you say, you probably know after the first quarter which way it's going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that My tip is it's a low-scoring, scrappy game in the first half, um, close, and then Melbourne blow it out of the water by four or five goals. Yeah, I'm going D's too. D's here. Hugs? Yeah, I've gone D's. And Odds? Line, uh, yeah, odds. I should probably start with that. Uh, D's are favourites, dollar twenty. Collingwood are out at four dollars sixty. The line, line of 24, is tw- 30, 28 and a half. Twenty eight and a half. Right half over twenty. There you go. So that wraps up AFL for the week. Mm. Brisbane, yep. the Blues, Essendon, and the Bulldogs all had a bye this week. Let's get into some cricket news. And the main news, of course, is the England versus New Zealand test. That we're mm. currently still in the first session, I believe. Uh, the Pommies are batting their 65 for zip. Um, New Zealand, the ball has been hooping. If you've been watching Hasn't it, yeah. It's been moved. They've been so unlucky not oh, to. Oh, look at that. Yeah, they've been so unlucky not to get any wickets so Fought, far. They're finding a lot of edges. Uh, but Burns and who's he batting with? Sibley? Uh, Sibley. Uh, have both hit, just got over 30. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, seems to starting to establish themselves, but yeah, the as as it does in England, the ball is swinging. Um, so we'll have to see how this match it continues. Is hooping sideways. Yes, but let's have a quick chat recap of uh, the first test yep. and uh, how'd that end up? Because I think we broadcasted during day two. Yeah, end of mm. day two. I think we were Devin Conway. He ended up making two hundred. Yeah, got two hundred and then on debut. Yeah. yeah, he's running out of partners. The poor bloke. Yeah, it, sure. it ended up being the sixth highest score in uh, test history on debut. On debut. Yeah, that is uh, Ollie Robinson. We'll get. We'll have a chat about him in a minute. Uh, mm-hmm. Four for seventy-five for England. He was the best of their bowlers. Uh, England went out. They made a measly two hundred and seventy-five. Half their runs coming from Rory Burns with one hundred and thirty-two. Yes. Tim Southey, oh. the main uh, destroyer for the Black Caps. He had six for forty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the second innings, uh, a, a very gutsy 
declaration from Kane Williamson at six for 169. Mm. Uh, Trying so to get a, get a win. That's right. Playing for a result. It's a two. Uh, it's a two game series. So and yeah. and they lost a day to rain. I think the third yeah. day got completely rained out. Um, so he set uh, England 273 to win. Dom Sibley went out there. He held in the fort. I think he had 60 off a lot of balls. And mm. uh, it came uh, out with a draw. This English weather, we spoke about it last week. The uh, the World Test Championship is coming up uh, very shortly. A couple after, of weeks. After, after, well, yeah, after the second test between New Zealand and India. Is this weather concerning, do you think? Possibly, but looking at the match at the moment, it's nice and sunny. So for a day, for a day, yeah. But that's England's going to England. Like it, it'll, it'll be you know sunny for a couple of day. Well, it might be sunny for a day and then rain for the next four. Um, that's true. So uh, you play to the conditions. I think is probably the only way you can talk about that. Um, the, th- the thing for mine, but is how they said in that World Test Championship, mm. if if it's. Uh, a draw. It's a points count back, isn't it? There's, there's going to be a winner. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, there's no, you know. So ex- lame. The extra day. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need some overtime. Well, it's a draw, they said. It's yeah. not, it's like, yeah. if it was, I'd prefer that if the team that had played better mm. gets gets the cup, then you, you'd get around that. But it's pretty much like, yeah. it's a draw if, if the test match is a draw. So, mm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. A lot, a lot of noise has been what's happened. Yeah. Off, so let's talk. Is off it the field? Is it well, young, young Ollie? I just want to okay. ask a question real quick. So mm. day three rained out. Mm. How do you feel about England playing for the draw in the first test? Oh, love. I love. I love that declaration from Kevin Williamson. Like yeah, I love. Yeah. Like they yeah, just aggressive. they keep doing things yeah. that you go. God, I wish my team would do that. Like. <laughs> No one ever declares England, that. They just bat out the day and whatever they draw. But he, they go, yeah. and Ross Taylor and Henry Nichols were actually having a hit beforehand. Like mm-hmm. they, they obviously mm-hmm. all worked that out and planned it. Yeah, and then England are all sort of in a hiding to nothing. Like what, if they try and go for a win, they're probably being a bit too attacking, and then they lose mm-hmm. a couple of early wickets, and mm-hmm. then they have yeah. to, and then so whatever. Like you know, it is test. That's a bit of test cricket. You yeah. play the chess pieces, and a draw is always going to be a result in the back mm-hmm. of my mind. Mm-hmm. Without that run, like you know, that day lost the rain. It's just. So killer, yeah. like what what could have been in this it game? It changes the whole result. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's the game we love, the game we, we nuffy about. And, That's right. Um, you know, like looking at the team now, New Zealand have put out, it's really disappointing because you're probably thinking we'll win this game um, mm. pretty handsomely. Like New Zealand have had to make six changes to their team. Mm. Um, but uh, you can't blame England for, for batting for a draw, you know? Nah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the young bloke? Talk about Ollie? Mate, he got it. Yeah. He had a good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about his good game? He bowled well, but uh, on debut, that's not, not what people are talking yeah. about. Well, let's start with that. We're, we're talking about an English fast bowler debutant, Ollie Robinson. We're talking about he took, seven he took seven for a hundred, seven wickets for a hundred through his two innings, mm. and he got crucified by his own team. Handy forty as well in the first yeah, innings. Four, too. He showed he can bat. Um, so he he's got a tweet from eight or. Oh, 2012, I think it was. Yeah, eight years ago. Maybe four tweets it was. Yep. That that have been considered what by... was he, 17, 18? 18, yeah. 18 at the time. Yeah. That have been considered by uh, today's uh, media, unsavoury. <laughs> yep. PC. And then 
This this is the best bit of the whole story. So so he got absolutely crucified. Well, they were all a, like a and stood down for a, a match. homophobic. Was, was it a ho- like a homophobic racial undertone? It was quite a light. There, there was several. Yeah, there was a, there was a racial one. There was a sexist one. So he, he by, the by so. the account think, of the English look, I, don't, I don't think YouTube will take us down. Um, so he said, "I've just I've just got a new Muslim friend. He's the bomb." And he said, "I think the 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 uh, inverted commas sexist one was." Um, Girls could show a bit more class. Something like that. Yep. Okay. And that's from eight years ago. Yeah. And then they've, they've so the result from that is they've stood him down stood for him a week. Down. So he, he's not playing in this test. So interpret that as you will. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Anderson, 162-game legend, one of the best fast bowlers ever. Mm-hmm. Currently 38 years old. 38 years old. Mm-hmm. To come. And England great. All time. Yeah, England um, 11. Unbelievable. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. So then, then he's got tweets from 2010 mm-hmm. where he's just having a jab at his teammate and he says, brought his haircut, makes him look like a 15-year-old lesbian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did Jimmy get dropped, Peps? No. Well, he hasn't oh. yet. Oh. yet. And, uh, <laughs> and what's the result of the 2013 and 2015 Ashes? Because... That's a stretch, but... Yeah. Well, 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 he shouldn't have been playing. By their accounts, exactly. <laughs> because the precedent, oh, on this. the precedent that they set is if you said anything uh, that's untoward in your life. Not politically correct. We can pull you up on it. Yep. So. Doesn't matter when it was. Therefore, Jimmy Anderson shouldn't have played any tests since he was 28 years old. I think we should take 400 wickets off him. I take think, them all off. I, I want think, the Ashes back. I think that's unders. I think we should take <laughs> every test wicket off Jimmy Anderson because he said a disgusting, disgusting thing. Horrid thing. In Jess to a teammate 12 years ago. What a crock of shit. Isn't seriously. it? Oh. Like, like, seriously. Oh, it's, and they've, it's but they've cooked them. Ridiculous. They've cooked themselves now by doing this. Yeah, to, to, they've absolutely. So now you have to go back and do that because, in all honesty, they're going to have to make a statement about this now, why That's Jimmy Anderson yep, can yep. play, which is going to dig them, you know, dig up yep. stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, because Joe Root didn't back Ollie. He's come out and said, Mate, no, he it's, crucified it's a, him. It's he a, it's a valuable him. learning Golly. lesson for them, et cetera. So. Learning lesson for us. Look, yeah. as, as, a, as an Australian on the outside looking in, I'd love to watch Joe Root bat. Like, I'd, I'd love him. I'd love him in the Australian team. But to see the way that he crucified... Cooked some, a debutant as captain. Someone that, that yeah. should be someone that they're, they're getting around. It was fucking disgusting. Oh, I guarantee the sponsors have probably had a word in the back. So. Well, good. The sponsors should be <laughs> yeah. talking to Jimmy Anderson. <laughs> yes. Because he said some obscene <laughs> things 12 years yeah. ago. Yeah. But I'm, like, I'm neither a lesbian or a Muslim, so I don't find offence to either comment. because you look, you look like both of them. <laughs> I play cricket like a lesbian. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. Oh, now I'm part of it. Damn yes. it. I'm sorry. You just got, you got sorry. us cancelled, Maga. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry. But, like, oh, I don't know. They're, they're not hardcore comments either. Like, if I could if I don't. could say they are borderline comments. I'll tend to agree But you've you absolutely know. cooked one and, like, it's going to keep happening as well. Like, there'll nice. be more things so to well, pop up. Like, what's, what's, what's the microscope for Butler and uh, Morgan as well? Is there some chat about them too? Well, apparently they've got some tweets from fucking 4,000 years ago. <laughs> if you are yeah. a young, if you're a young, if you're 14, 15 and you're a handy sports person, mm. delete social media, yeah. please. Yep. 
please. Don't, don't say what you think. Just get right. rid of it because this. No one cares that you learnt always happen. There always it be a matter. crowd. The, the final stone got put on the Great Pyramid of Giza, <laughs> and then you made your tweet, and then they said, "Hey, fuck that guy." <laughs> don't worry about that. Like that's how far they go back. That's how far they go back. Dude, the pyramids were made by aliens. What are you talking about? <laughs> YouTube it. It's actually a good watch. The first amoeba started crawling out, <laughs> out of the water and it started crawling on the beach and it made an unsavory tweet. The, journa- said, the, the journos that are recording. Get that motherfucker back in the water. Don't make the greatest species that ever l- roamed the earth. You made an unsavory tweet back there, you yeah. amoeba. Yeah. Get like, back in that water. Like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. It's a joke. Oh, isn't it? And again, like, Anyways, well, he'll never go back. Like, how does he get back into the team now? Yeah. He's blacklisted. God. Yeah, well, it's like, how do you talk to Joe Root after that? We will swap so. Cameron Bancroft for Ollie Robinson. I will happily Fair do that. Fair trade, on the, on the, on the, <laughs> Fair trade definitely. <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> uh, so, to finish up. What are we on, talking about cricket? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. To finish up, finish up on the crickets, I think they've just ended the first session for, I think, Think sixty nine, seven, nice, sixty seven though. Sixty seven. Okay. Thanks for Rory Burns for being the most boring batsman in the world. But again, <laughs> that's again what Test cricket is. It is just yes. So, I just wanted to quickly run through the outs for New Zealand for this team. Go for it. Guy named Kane Williamson, mm-hmm. BJ Watling, mm-hmm. probably the best keeper batsman. Uh, Santa is out. Colin de Gronholm with that gorgeous mullet that he's sporting. That's mm-hmm. a shame. A guy that took a casual six for in yeah, Tim Southie out. And the million-dollar uh, man from the IPL, Kyle Jamison, out. So there's mm. six. Undermanned. That's an undermanned team. So, I mean, them – like, that draw is a crime for um Flick one down for, for the black cap. Blick Kips. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Stem, who's at the game in Edgebaston. 18,000, so full house at Edgebaston. Good Should on, we tell the story? Good on it. Oh, we're going to do it quickly. Shout <laughs> out to Stemmer. Was it, when was the Ashes in England? Uh, Jesus, been there a long time. 2019, our mate Stem um, went down, Aussie in England, you know, went down, watched the game of cricket, got around it, day's play is finished, everyone sort of filters out through the ground. Stem said, nah, I'm hanging around here for a bit. To make a long story short, he's still there. He, he snuck in to the groundsman's uh, smoker room, mm. waited for everyone to leave, and uh, he was at. I think he was at Lord. I think he was, was just there Lord's, by himself yeah. till what three, four in the morning. He, no, he stayed the whole night. He was up there the whole night, and then at about six, seven, eight in the morning, woke up. <laughs> he was walking around. One of the security guards came up to him and said, "Who are you, sir? What are you doing here?" You know, he's decked out in Aussie cricket gear, and he said, "Oh, I'm Shane Webke. I'm all good. I work here." <laughs> <laughs> and the security guard goes. Yeah, all right, you're right, mate. Get <laughs> walking. Gave him a lanyard. He was there in high vis. He found a high vis gear. He was wearing high vis. Found where the groundsmen kept their beers. Shane Webke. Oh, Shane Webke working. I think his phone died. That's why I thought, oh, I better get going. There's still a couple of hours to the cricket. So, so shout out to Stammer. He's back at the cricket. There's crowds at the cricket. Edgbaston. Oh, Port Adelaide. Kicked the point. So it's three goals to Geelong at the moment. Mm-hmm. Looks like they might be able to go over the line with eight minutes left. Um, that's the Weldon Test cricket at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we roll into some American sports? Yes, let's go international. And we'll start with the news and player news in the NFL, um, James. So uh, the first big news was Julio Jones. He's going to the Tennessee Titans. They were the hot favourites. A few other clubs kind of put their hands up. Uh, but the Titans get the job done. So I think it's Julio and a sixth for a second next year and a fourth the following year for a trade. Uh 
I'd say that's an excellent trade. That's you know, Hop, that's Hopkins, Hopkins yeah. for, was the second mm-hmm. round, and you get all over second round. The um, those GMs are getting stitched up a little, I think, a little bit with that. It's weird, like it's hap- like I, I don't know if you can count Bill O'Brien, like he's just a moron. But well, Diggs went for a first. I think, um, so. Tennessee are playing all of the contracts, so 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 I wonder if that like he, I think it's a fifteen, you know, fourteen, thirteen yes. cap hit. So. Mm. As it should be, because he's been one of the best receivers. I think probably they, the best over the last what ten years. Yeah, I'd probably say fair. like he's. Well, besides last year, I think he's averaged fifteen hundred fifteen hundred receiving yards every season. Besides last year, I think I saw was the stat. If you add up all his, that's yardage. wild. So like it's wild. He's like he's been good. Some of the chat was coming out that he wanted to go a team that could throw the deep ball. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Tannehill can definitely do that. Mm. What they, about their, just t- their touchdowns have been a bit low? Yeah. I hate that chat. God, it's so, like... Well, oh. there's the meme, there's the same meme that uh, that for the Seahawks. You know, you've got AJ Brown open, you've got uh, Julio Jones open, hand it off to Derek Henry. That's, so. that's, that <laughs> could be what happens. The 2K man, he's, he's going to have a nice open box when he when he gets out there to pound the rock. It is an unfair stigma, Pepsi. Touch, like, if you covered up his touchdown column, you'd mm. say, this guy's... Like Calvin Johnson, he's one of the best to ever do yeah, it. And then you open, you go, oh, it's all single-digit touchdowns. Like he's, like he's all time. AJ Brown was big on Twitter, like recruiting him. I don't know if you saw like a couple on social media. Yeah. So he needs a running mate. You know, they've gone from like they got rid of Corey Davis and they bring mm. in Julio Jones. Like that's mm. that's a nice little that offense is good. The defense stinks. So um, yes. I think I think yeah. And the South sucks. AFC South is real stink. Yeah. Like mm. Texans suck. Jacksonville will be whatever. Colts need to work out what Wentz is, mm-hmm. yep. um, so I think that you know if Derrick Henry can stay healthy, like that, that's the team to beat in the mm-hmm. South. Yeah, I think Tanner Hills also restructured his contract a little bit as well to save to a bit of money to help yeah, get yeah. Juliana the the salary cap. So Julio, yeah, the Julio Jones, Julio. Yeah. Um, the next little bit of news and a bit of Australian news: uh, Michael Dickerson, the punter for the Seattle Seahawks. Just signed a nice, tidy little four-year, nineteen million AD AUD deal. That is casual, uh, casual. Uh, so nineteen million dollars for him. Um, how good? Very good. Fucking earth. Aussie making yeah. money, and it's a, it's a big thing in the states at the moment. And I've heard Pat McAfee and a couple of the old punters come out mm. uh, in a lot of the college ranks. There's a lot of ex sort of AFL players like yeah. oh, like Ben Griffiths yeah. is one. He's mm-hmm. played 150 games for Richmond. He's at USC at the moment, mm. so he gets a free college degree. Yep. He's probably going to be a professional <laughs> after it. Mm. But you know we're better at kicking than that. We we've kicked the ball since yeah. we're growing up. So you know they they're, they're complaining. Oh, you're taking you're taking scholarships of you oh, know young Americans. Like shut up. But kick how, the ball better than them. Yeah, well, how, how many be a billion dollar company masquerading as a school? <laughs> yeah, but you look at you know place kickers as well. It's not like all of them are locals either. So that's right. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's again like the punter being a punter is, is up there with dream jobs. Like like be, like <laughs> it's he, like being a second string quarterback. Oh, so. like like that's good money. Like he'll make money for the next ten years. He gets to go out and kick. If you're on a good offense, you actually don't have to kick that much. You might have yeah. forty kicks in a season. <laughs> like mate, he's he's going to make more yeah. money than Buddy Franklin will make. In the the back end, no. If he plays all that ninety million, end, that's yeah. that's more than any footy player that's ever played ever ever. Yep. ever. So like, like absolutely, and it'll happen more and more. Like why the hell wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Why are those guys have got yeah. big legs and they're dropping bombs? They're like, well, yeah, I don't have to say run as much, and I I just got to go there and kick the ball, you know, ten times in a game. Absolutely, and and. Like it, like you look at Sav Rocker who played a full career, you mm. know, kicked kicked eight hundred goals. 
at the end of your career, you're 32, 33. Yep. Absolutely, I could go over the States for six <laughs> years and just bomb a ball. Yeah, you get a bit of a super animation yeah. going. Like, yeah. Absolutely, in six years, you could make double what you made in, so in your career here. Shout out to all the Aussies going out there getting paid. He, he's actually a legitimately good punter. Yeah, like, he, you know, oh, he, yeah, he does it. Yeah, 100%. So yeah. he's a gun. Um, all up until Roger Goodell gets rid of the kicking in the game. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think he could do that. Like, uh, well, I think Goodell's probably only got another two or three years before they rotate in another commission. So I don't think they'll mm. change any the rules significantly in that in that time frame. I think they're probably more worried about um, can I get eighteen game season in. So um, anyway, that's not yeah. That's for another potty, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. The big, the big, the uh, weekly Aaron Rodgers news. I'll let I'll pe- I'll palm that off to uh, you guys. Yeah. Probably the favorite is he's he's going from Pepsi's team to Sean's team. So we could I, have I a bit of hostility here on the ski. <laughs> I if, think that's ooh. that's the chat. But also, um, Deshaun Watson, I think came out. Well, Kareem Jackson, who's close friends with Deshaun Watson, was on a podcast yesterday and said that Deshaun Watson wants to come to Denver. So um, I think that's the the chat that. Denver has the ammo and the cap space to make a run at one of these guys. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, the news on Aaron Rodgers, though, is he's officially holding out. Um, they had mandatory camp to yesterday, I think it was, and he didn't show as expected. Um, so he's now on official holdout. Uh, they club can start fining him, but I don't think they're planning to at this stage. It's about 50K a day, I think, if he doesn't show up. Jesus, a bit of money. Yeah, it's a, for him though, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of different precedent. Um, yeah, but a day. Yes. Um, anyway, he probably makes more money from his buddy um, State Farm deal sponsorship mm. anyway, so <laughs> he just write it off as tax expenses. Um, I think as well, his whole receiving call hadn't been at training up until this point. I think most of them reported... Adams maybe hadn't, um, but I can't, that's allegedly at this point. Uh, I know for a fact that Rogers didn't. Uh, with that news, though, uh, this time every year, uh, the well, it's I think in the next month they announce the new Madden game, and usually a month before that they announce mm-hmm. the cover athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they usually would have announced the cover athlete for um, EA Sports Madden game, uh, but so far this year they haven't. And the chat and the reason why is probably because Aaron Rodgers was meant to be the cover athlete and they don't want to put Again. Aaron Rodgers. Any two-time athlete? Uh, there's a few. I think Brady might have done it twice. and I think you might be right, but outside of Brady, I don't think anyone. Maybe Peyton. Maybe not. Monks are bringing that up. Anyway, um, yeah, Monks can bring that up real quick. But uh, other the reason being, of course, they don't want to put Rodgers on the cover in a Packers jersey if mm-hmm. he's not actually paying for the Packers this mm-hmm. year. So... Yeah, and he was the MVP last year. Kind of makes sense, and you know, he'll probably get a nice little endorsement, which probably covers his fees for not being at yeah. training camp. Yep. Mm. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But that's the rumor at the moment for why there has been no announcement on a cover athlete. Um, I had seen some chat that uh, suggestion why don't they put Nelson and Aaron Donald on the cover going head to head as a you know premier left guard and premier oh, tackle. They've never done that ever. Yeah, but uh, no, they haven't. I've, I've, they haven't gone to the trenches because, of no. course, it's not the premier positions that sell well. But anyway, mm. monkey, did you get us an answer on Madden cover athletes? I don't think anyone. I don't has think been Brady was. No, Brady was on eighteen. Yep. So that's it. That's it. Well, yeah, Brady didn't didn't crack the market till eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. That could be by choice, though. 
Gronk was one, and then he did his knee. Gronk. Um, yeah, Gronk was seventeen. Yeah. Curse. Um, what about Peyton Hillis? Great. Oh god, that's actually the last good Madden, <laughs> I reckon. Oh, thirteen, hundred percent. No, I reckon that's twelve or thirteen. That's actually the that last 12. Madden I enjoyed. Yeah. 12. Yeah. 12. twelve. Shocking, shocking choice. Great. Right. They've been great. <laughs> uh, I, I know. No, they haven't. No, sorry, Madden's been so poo lately. Yes, I'm, uh, I agree lately, with Macron yeah. on that. The, the rinse and repeat, the copy paste, essentially for that game. Yeah, but the graphics uh, get better every year, dude. Yeah, who gives a shit? Who gives I the game ninety percent of the game. Do anyway. they do? <laughs> you know, you know the best man. Chat that'll come out of this. What? So you know, uh, Vin and Terry retired a couple of weeks ago. Yes, they had uh, his graphics when he when he was first oh. in the league. <laughs> yeah. Lee Carvello's putting <laughs> kicking challenge. It was yeah. worse than Lee Carvello's putting <laughs> challenge. It was like, wasn't it like ninety six or something? He Dude, started. There was eight pixels in yeah. in in the whole thing. Yeah, uh, that's that's wild. <laughs> wild. You know what we should do? We should do it on the Esky little Madden round robin. Ooh, I no, will. We, Tell all you up. Well, he, he's played for the last decade, whereas the rest of us haven't. Oh, um, I thought you got. No, I'm still good. Yeah, he, I, he, I, I, he, I don't think I've lost a game of Madden since I was nine years old, yeah, and I played myself. I, I swapped over at halftime. You want to get your first L down? <laughs> I'd love to. I'd actually like to. That's why I got shit because I just kept winning. You came to my house uh, after the Esky tonight. <laughs> we'll go on the Esky after dark. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. F bombs, F bombs everywhere. Uh. Anyway, moving on. Uh, final little bit of news for the Ravens. They've added some offensive line help. They did sign Juwan James from the Broncos who blew out his Achilles and looks like he may come back in the middle of the year. But we talked about his deal getting torn up and no guarantees. Mm-hmm. This essentially means he's kind of um, uh, got nothing out of that. Uh, he hasn't gotten any agreement from Denver like compensation for his Achilles because it's kind of written in his contract that he wouldn't. So no leg to stand on, no pound intended. Literally. No um, leg to stand on. Uh, so he got a two-year nine mil deal and I think they've also signed Michael Schofield um, from the Chargers, former Broncos guard as well. So he a bit might, of help for the He Ravens. must have been told, like, because I know, I know he's like looking at suing the, the league. Mm-hmm. And they must have been told you, you've you've got nothing here. So, yeah. so he, by yeah, signing like, a new contract, you've obviously avoided yes. any like legal. That, that, that's the way I see it. Yeah. yeah. So again, yeah. I don't think he plays this year. Um, no. but, but he wants to sign for a ring, so that's good for him. That's really smart, actually. <laughs> Join the first um, 20 no team. Very smart from Juwan. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout. Hopefully you got a bet on that. Um, let's roll into some NBA playoffs. NBA play. And it, yes. and it has been an awesome playoffs. Like, it's actually been one of those. It's starting to really, really heat up. I'm quite enjoying it. It's really good. Like, it, it's a, it's where you check every day. You look in on the scores. You, yes. You're checking on the stats. Make you that big see how the, how the oh, star players are going. Half, half um the, the big one, the, the first game seven for the for the season was the Clippers. They came back from 3-2 uh, from down. We were sort of... We were thinking LA was gone. I like, did. I will. I will toot my own horn and say Game Six, Kawhi was going to uh, flick the Kawhi switch, and I think he scored forty five points. He, <laughs> yeah. he went absolutely bunter. He went. He went yeah. full full Kawhi on everyone and played really well in Game Seven as well. Luca. Luca just needs support. Like a, like a pulse from his other teammates. Like like Porzingis just didn't really offer much, and no. and he's on some pretty good money there. I know he's had his body issues, like. But Luke, they they need to go find Luca because he is he is scary good. Like Luca, Luca is is a cheat code at the moment. He's yeah, I think he, he MVP chat for next year definitely. Hundred percent. 
and we talked about how he owned the Clippers, and and before this series, he averaged thirty, ten, and ten. Every single one of those stats would have gone up after this series. Like he, yeah. he was averaging forty. Right? He was carrying that, like literally had carrying to, that to. team. And it, yeah, I think you're right. I think he had to because there isn't much of a of a supporting cast there, which is really sad because he's such a fun player to watch. And 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 we talk about LeBron maybe you know being on the downslope, and he's only got a year or two left, and who's going to sort of take that mantle. Yeah, the, the European market's going to really pop up because Luke is that guy. He he yeah. is that good. He he can be in that conversation. He the things he can do on the court is just mm. well, mesmerizing. You, you throw someone like Joker in there who's just won the MVP. Hundred like, percent. Yeah, know, this European is basketball's um, being put on the map. Absolutely, and it's 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 actually sad to not see Dallas playing anymore because that just means Luca. We won't see Luca anymore. And yeah. he has got some yeah. neck and some back issues, so hopefully he. He doesn't, you know, do all his picks. He actually can get some rest and, and, and hit the season um, 100% next next year. So, and we'll get into the West, sort of the big picture, but now you kind of look at it and you go, uh, you know, the, the, the Clippers, although they did lose game one, that, <laughs> they're, they're not the worst shout. And the West does look like, does look like a lot of fun. The, the, yes. the East, obviously, we'll get into that, but the, the West looks like it could be a bit of anything despite mm. the, how the results have gone. Yeah, well, let's con- let's confirm that. So the Nuggets have won their series 4-2 against the Blazers and are now through facing the Suns, who won their series against the Lakers. They did, uh, yes. Suns have already taken a 2 nothing lead in their series over the Nuggets and have been pretty dominant, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit games. of a shock one. I thought coming off the, mm. um, the six-game series, you know, both teams may need, you know, Need a bit of that, but it's the beauty of the playoff basketball. It's, yeah. It has to, you have to flick the switch and go again. And and it's Phoenix really repeat. have they've stepped up and they've been they've been shit hot. Like there's no denying that Denver, uh, you know, they, they've got the MVP on their side, and he did get announced midweek uh, yeah. with the Joker. But uh, it's it's been all Phoenix like that. They, it kind of looks like a mi- uh, mismatch. And I th- sort of thought with you know Ayrton and, and and the Joker might even cancel mm. each other out, which is sort of you know ridiculous when you've got this MVP. For yeah, the season, well, but it, it doesn't look like Gordon's kind of really adding what he needs to. And like I'd say, CP3 and Booker have just completely taken over. Booker's a bucket. He just yeah. gets open so many different yeah. ways. Like and, he's so creative and, offensively. And, and Paul's just feeding them constantly. I think he had 15 assists in the mm. game today. And, and doesn't need to score points. Like he, like he's so comfortable not scoring the basket. Yeah. And, and we've said it before. I will say it again. He will be an all-time coach when he decides not to because he's, he's essentially doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> he's just wearing the jersey and actually yeah. playing the games. He's – I shouted him a beer here on the Esky, but the difference he has made to this team mm. – and he's never played in a finals, which is, you know, a crazy thing to say out loud. But yeah. Yeah. We're really hoping – you know, sort of the guy, you know, you can actually get behind in the West. And Well, yeah, you know, this this – could be their year to put a Look, monkey on them, touch some wood and whatever. But yeah, they're they're, they are still very young. Up. They're still very young, but it, it, it's like he's balancing and bringing the best <laughs> exactly. out of this young exactly. talent. And, and they are really fun to watch. And, and, you know, for his sake and for Suns fans' sake, that this is the year they go. Yeah. Um, so while we're still on the Nuggets, before we move on to the Jazz and Clippers, let's quickly cover the Joker. Of course, as we said, he won the MVP. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, he played all 72 regular season games. He averaged 34 in a bit minutes uh, a game, 26 in a bit points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, um, 1 in a bit steals, and uh, Close just, to a block again, just yeah. on the yeah, no block a game. Uh, well, shooting was unreal for a big man. Um, over 50% field goal percentage. Mm. Um, yeah, close to 57. That's 57, fucking yeah. automatic inside. Uh, close to 40 yeah, on a three-point percentage and then almost 87% on three throws as well. So he's the first ever second-round pick. Um, he was picked 41 
to be an MVP. He's the first ever MVP for a Nugget to mm-hmm. win. Uh, previous lowest pick to win was Steve Nash and the Greek Freak, who were both pick 15. Uh, European players have won three in a row now. And I just said, you know, Luca chat for oh. for next year. There could be four. So He, like... And Marcus, I'm going to test you. Look at the MVP mark for this year because I think Luca is that front runner, and and they seem like a team that's going to add someone. And I've completely jumped off the Joker, which sort of seems like what people have done. He's yeah. one of the most underrated MVP. He's a, he's a quite uh, funny bloke. Like seasons yeah. ever, like in like he's just a big sort of fat looking bloke who <laughs> who actually is very athletic. You know, no shock, an NBA player is athletic, but mm. like he just ran the court. Played every game, which I think, and we talked about last week with the Knicks, it's it's probably showing now. Yeah. He's played every game. He's played a lot of minutes. I think yes. um, behind Julius Randle, he had the second most minutes of the season. Yeah. You saw yeah, how now, Randall looked in the playoffs. Now so. Exactly. Now we're into the second part of the season. And Joker did some really good things in that Portland series because he had to. He had to, you know, to get over Dame. But mm-hmm. you wonder how – but look, let's, let's you know, celebrate the guy. First center to win um, since Shaq. I think we got there and we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Mm. So very much a different player to Shaq. You know, has a bit yeah. of a three-point game. He passes the ball, sets up that ball movement where Shaq was, you know, throw me the ball. I'm putting that ball in the hoop and we'll do that, you know, 30 times a game. Yeah, um, yeah he was dominant. Absolutely dominant. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's where he went it was really cool. And, you know, I am going to shit him on him a bit. You know, if Harden doesn't get injured... You know, there LeBron were a few injuries that where, you know, Curry he was sort of last man standing, yeah. you know, to yeah. which, whatever, you know, again, That's I don't fair. want to shit apart. Like, this is why he's an underrated MVP. Like, he's had a really good season. Um, yeah, if you actually stack up his stats with Giannis this year, it's mm. not too different. But whatever, we won't, we won't, I think Giannis is suffering from. He's a freak, so. He's a freak, you know, he's won the last yeah. couple MVPs. People are a bit over him, but yeah. Giannis had every part of the season he's the last couple of years so but Jokic congratulations um, it, it's been the last couple of months it's just sort of been Jokic's um, to lose so you wonder mm. if they were sort of playing to that and now um, they've come up against Phoenix who are really you know a team like Shit all off. five starters that contribute they've got a couple of bench starters whereas mm. Denver sort of really lean on, on, on the Joker yeah um, missing Mario of course missing the Canadian mm. um do you want to talk about the other series with the Clippers and the Jazz? Jazz yes. winning today. Yeah, well, Jazz still the number one seed, and of course, no one talks about them overly too much. Uh, but they win in an absolute def- well. They had a defensive scramble to to finish it off. Um, with uh, I know Ingles was the last one to get his uh, hand in the way. I can't remember who the other bloke was that actually had the block on the the three point attempt mm. um, to to prevent uh, them tying it up to take it into overtime. Uh, but yeah, the, I think the, the spider was the main chat in this. He scored um, Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Who, again, like Utah. Kind of like Dame. Is this, you know, a guy that's underappreciated that 100%. just and carries on. In a market that is underappreciated. Like, again, this Jazz team, there was probably a couple of days where they weren't the best record in the league. Mm. And yet, no one, no one no is still talking that. about them. They're at 1 0 up in the, you know, conference semifinals and still knowing, you know, we're just now getting on top of them. Like, yeah. We should yeah. be talking about this team a lot more. We've talked. They play the game the right way. They play defense, probably the best in the league at the moment. And they mm. they share the ball around. They've got a guy like Donovan Mitchell who can score. You know yep. when he's on at will, like you can't defend that man. But mm. still, you know, like, oh, I'm still in the. I still think the Clippers win this series. Like that. That's really? that's how underrated this this team is. Which is shocking. They've got a one next to their name for a reason. Like, yep. but I don't know. Like. <laughs> they literally can't do much more to prove people wrong, and yet they still have to. So it's it, it's a weird, 
it's a weird situation. Maybe it's a small market. Maybe it's just the fact that them and the Nuggets are the same team and I feel like I'm watching them back-to-back. <laughs> <times, but laughs> um, well, one team's winning, the other team isn't. Yeah, exactly. Point. Are they? We wouldn't know. <laughs> the Nuggets who? the Nuggets Jazz are down 2-1. Yeah. So combine them as a team, they're down 2-1. Yeah. <laughs> Shit chat. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the East. Let's, let's talk uh, about the East. Let's talk about the East. Uh, we might start with Brooklyn and um, and it's it's a bit of a mismatch box. with the Bucks. Uh, you know, Looking at that series pre, before it started, you sort of say Giannis will get his. There's no defensive matchup for him. Like yeah. you know, Greek freak isn't you know that's a, a literal description of this man. Yeah. Um, but you know they've got guys like Middleton and, and Drew Holiday. They mm-hmm. actually can match up mm-hmm. with Irving and Harden. And in the first ten seconds, Harden does a hammy, and you go, yeah. oh, "Hang on, yeah. Yeah, yeah." There's a bit of a sniff here, mm-hmm. and it's been a shit pumping. Yeah. This Brooklyn well, team is. Is every part of the All Star team they are? You know, Durant's just gone to another level. Like some of the stuff that he did to freaking the game, yeah, um, yesterday was. Yeah. And and it's been the other way around. I thought Giannis would actually, you know, he's a defensive maniac, Giannis, and, and you know he's so long, and you know he actually matches up really well with Durant, who you know again is this physical freak, but yeah. you know he he's just getting his buckets, and then Kyrie has stepped it up like that Boston series. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought that was a bit of an fu to Boston for everything <laughs> that happened, but. He's brought that energy into here, and yeah, he's just carrying it. And we were sort of talking about it oh, um, in, in the group. Watching him play, he's probably one of the best players to watch. Yeah. Like you know, he's just so entertaining. Like when he's dribbling, it looks like he's just like he just. I don't know. He just sorry. This is horrible um, radio. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just making dumb <laughs> dance moves with my arms, but it looks it just it's so effortless the way he dribbles yeah. and gets around guys and. He's a peak of his powers at this point. Oh, he absolutely is in his bag. And, and mm-hmm. there's rumors Harden's a game away. He's a couple of days away with his hamstrings. I'll, you know, I'll, if he doesn't play a game for the rest yeah. of the playoffs, it what would a, surprise me. But what about um, what about Blake Griffin? Old school Blake is back. <laughs> Just slamming dunks left, right, back. and center. He, and when Harden went down that first game, everyone thought, oh, shit, look out here. Blake was probably... Maybe not the best player, but the most, you know. Lifted. What he lifted, you know, I think he had 18 points and 12 rebounds and a couple dunks. He had a few, like five assists as well. You know, had this really prime Blake all-round game where he was doing a bit of everything. And, and you know, like they're cheating. If he, if Blake could unlock, you know, 20% of old Blake, like they, they win this without losing a game the rest of the way. And, you mm. know, if Harden does somehow get back into the frame, like – and I should hate the Nets for what they've done and, you know, oh, they're breaking basketball, but, geez, they're fun to watch. Oh, definitely. They're fun to watch. Dare I say I want them to win? <laughs> them in Phoenix. If they're in Phoenix from the final, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I like the Nets. I should hate them, but they're just – I really like them. I like that they're super. It's a spectacle. Though, though. It's, it's, super, it's super Sorry, entertaining. Uh, the Hawks and the, the, the 76ers have also been pretty uh, impressive. Mm. Uh, Trey Young, of course, being uh, – Pretty bloody good. Bad guy Trey, yeah. yeah. He's kind of brought on that, you know, getting booed at Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. He's used his, you know, harness that bit of Goku spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah. you know? He's yeah. brought on that, the, all that hate and he's just thrown in the face of anyone who wants to match up with him. That yeah. Game one, that's a big upset. Like, they did very well to win mm-hmm. that game yeah. in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, um, Sixers obviously came back and bounced back. Joe Allen beat. Oh, my God, that man is a freak. Like, yeah. he is. A, if he's healthy, he's uh, probably fighting Joker for the MVP. Champion, oh, 1,000%. So. Yeah. He plays, yeah, he plays 15 more games. He wins that off Joker for yeah. sure. 40 and 13, but just dominant, just absolutely bullied. One, um, I was thinking about this um, this morning on the drive to work. One guy who's 
It's our guy Aussie Ben Simmons, who we mm-hmm. love and we say mm-hmm. he does a bit of everything. Don't expect mm-hmm. him to score a lot of points. He took four shots. He scored four yeah, points. Four, four. Yeah, four, four points, points. Three points. Like he, he's getting paid forty million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like they won, they won the game, so whatever. He obviously whatever yeah. he did. Um, yeah. Again, it depends on game plan. Like if he's drawing guys out, so then a bead can feed. Oh, maybe if, maybe if you're it's paying worth it, but if, it's if you're paying a guy forty million dollars just to make Embiid a little bit better, I think you can find a cheaper guy for that. So true. I'm a little bit worried about, and you know the th- the no shooting thing. I've always sort of said whatever. Like he does so many other things. Mm. I don't know. It doesn't seem like he can do a lot of other things. He's obviously yeah. an elite defender at the point guard, just because he's three times he's the size of every other point guard <laughs> in the comp. <laughs> Um, It'd be interesting to see how the series rolls on and his role. I think that. they they're like they're a much better team than Atlanta on paper. Both mm. and it was the I think I said in the groupie peps the game one stat that I found fascinating. All of Philly's starters were positive with plus minus. Yeah. All yeah. of Atlanta's starters were minus mm-hmm. um, plus minus, and yet Atlanta and still won. Yeah. So it, it shows you that the bench, you know, show, you know, you got guys like Lou Williams coming off the bench for Atlanta. So it shows that it's more than a five team game, but. You know, when you're starting five, is you're paying them close to two hundred million dollars. Mm. You'd probably want them to to have a bit more of a yeah, impact. But yeah. I, I'm finding this really interesting. This um, the playoffs essentially. You know, I look at the East Conference teams, and I think the teams in the East Conference, for mind, are the better teams. But for whatever reason, I think someone from the West will win this competition. Really? Yeah. Where over, it's over the net? Yeah, like whether it's. Say the Suns surprise someone, oh. or, or like I'm, I'm looking at Suns of Jazz here as yeah. as the super underrated guys. Um, one of those may sneaks into the NBA finals and then just upsets, say, the Nets or the Sixers if they make it. Like, it's a good narrative, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, I love the perspective. Yeah. I just don't see it happening because you, if well, you look at those, you look at those eight teams on the screen right there, and your eyes, the your, your eyes, yeah, go to Brooklyn, they go to Milwaukee, they yeah. even go to Philadelphia mm. before they even drift over to the left side, yep. and even there, I probably go Clippers and Phoenix, mm-hmm. and yet again, Utah <laughs> have been the best team in the competition all year long. Yep, I think. Could you name four Jazz players? Besides Ingles and uh, Mitchell, no. we'll chuck them in there. Like chuck them in there. <laughs> Give me two then. And Bogdanovich. Yeah, and, and we should say Rudy Gobert won his yes. third defensive player of the yep. year. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but they should be, they should be talked about more, but they're not. And again, like, yeah, that's I why, like that's, it why my, that's why it, I'm thinking like sneaky underrated. They just just slide in your DMs there, and they end up winning <laughs> this NBA Finals. I think the issue of the East is. You've got all those teams. You've got the huge names as well. All those games as well to get get to the next round. Whereas on the on the West, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, you Phoenix going right. to do it in four games. Probably Jazz maybe four, maybe five games. I think they're probably going to be fresher getting into the finals. True, but then maybe that Phoenix Jazz hypothetical series is an absolute bloodbath and they could play be, seven games be. to yeah. get to there. So. And then also you, you look know. at Brooklyn, they might have to beat Milwaukee and Philadelphia. You know, if they can do that, mm. that's actually quite yeah. a very, you know, if they go Boston, Milwaukee, mm. Philly, mm. that's a, that's as tough as the run you'll that's get. You know, slog, then, yeah, that's, yep. if you can beat those three, then absolutely you can beat, you know, yeah. Denver or whoever the hell you come up against. True, well, yeah. you, you think, so that's, you yeah. know, you're doing the, the quick math on the calculations here that, yeah, they, they've had the hardest run, they should win that. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd, for whatever reason, in my back of my mind, I just see the smoky, the guy coming in from the West will sneak this. It's a good, yeah, it, and 
the the best thing that for playoffs at the moment is crowds. My God, it makes so sports good. better viewing. <laughs> and something about basketball being in these big mm. stadiums, but it's just being you know a little bit of and there's ten guys running up and back. It's just the crowds make so much better. And high, God, high scoring. Bet the over on every game. The scores are insane. Mm. Yep. They are just it's end end basketball. It's, oh, it's fun it to is watch. good yeah. stuff to watch. So. I don't know. The, the, we sort of just wrapped it all up without giving any real definitive answers, which I guess is a good thing. You know, yeah. there isn't mm. obviously Brooklyn Much are the favourites for a reason. Yes, like Milwaukee are going to have to come out there in Milwaukee now for the next couple mm. of games, so they're going to yeah. want to defend their home court. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, they're they're heating up. And uh, I don't know. Like you said, you can't really pick one. Heart and injury makes things a lot interesting. You hate guys yeah. being injured, yeah. but it actually yeah. makes things sort of a lot more yeah. interesting, brings things back to earth. Yeah. Yep. So we picked our teams in round one. Who have we got in the conference semis? I will say this doesn't count because, you know, of all the injuries that have happened. So <laughs> Lakers should still be the champions <laughs> for the next year or two. <laughs> well, I, I picked the Nuggets at the start um, following the Denver, but I really like what the Suns are doing and, of course, the Jazz. So maybe I'm a little bit biased to the West and that's why I'm feeling that way. Um, but, yeah, I'd I'm I'm back in some a team from the west at this point. Yep. Jazz from on. Jazz. Ooh, yeah, Let's yeah. go. Is it muggy? Um, I did have Boston. I'm gonna have to go Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm gonna be public enemy number one now. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll go Phoenix just for something. Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Uh, yeah. So before we jump into some fire news, a quick little note on the NHL where it's at. Uh, the Avs in Golden Knights, I think, are at 3-2 in their three series. Two. The Go Islanders Vegas. have just won theirs. They clinched their series. The Lightning will then take on the Islanders in the next round, I believe. And then I'm not sure how which Canadian team was the Canadian team. No. Montreal. Montreal. Yes, it was Montreal. Um, have, well, have, you know, swept um, uh, the Jets in their competition. Uh, so they're through and will take on either the Golden Knights or the Avalanche in the next one. Uh, I think Knights are at home for their, the last game in that series. So they might be a smoky for, well, for the next game in that series to sneak through there. Where are the fighters at? Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Gone skin. They're playing in Newcastle. Yeah, the, the Newcastle tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about some boxing yeah. uh, to kick off our fighting news. Uh, before uh, that, ooh, Geelong yeah. beat Gee. Port 112 to 91. There you go. Uh. Yeah. yeah, and the cricket is just coming back out for the second session. And you know how I said it was sunny? It is now overcast and looks miserable in England. Water is also wet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boxing. Boxing. And the biggest thing to talk about in boxing, of course, was Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Uh, We probably should quickly mention Chad Ojocinko on the undercard, or Chad Johnson, former NFL wide receiver. Uh, He took on Brian Maxwell, a bare-knuckle boxer. Um, Looked competitive is probably the best way to say it. He did get knocked down. Um, You know, welcome to boxing uh, punch for him. Uh, but otherwise, he didn't embarrass himself. On the other hand, let's talk then about Logan and Mayweather. Uh, Logan had the the hundred and ninety uh, pound limit. He weighed one hundred and eighty nine pounds. Mayweather had one hundred and sixty is his limit. Only weighed in one hundred and fifty five. So thirty four point five weight difference. Quick math there. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you guys think of the fight? Before I do a recap, well, what, what were your your thoughts? Boring. 
Ooh, boring for one. Yeah, I definitely didn't pay yeah. for it, but but like you know, obviously. So, so apologies. Had an illegal sort of stream on the replay, you know. But you know, watching. Don't replay. admit that. It wasn't live. Dana will come up. It wasn't live. Sorry, Dana. <laughs> hey, give the ask a shout out, Dana, and I'll cover belting from you. Um, the, the stat that came out was Logan landed more shots on Floyd than Connor, which I don't. Know, I don't believe, or you know, I think it. Nah, like, well, the stats are true. Well, well, yes, he punched him in the head more times than Connor punched him in the head. Yeah, but yeah. that first round where I think he threw thirty three punches in the last thirty seconds. Yeah, that was insane. Um, <laughs> it was going hammer and tongs. They were the hook haymakers, and nothing got through the defense. Whereas McGregor did land that beautiful uppercut, which um. You know, showed Mayweather there's some power there, but Mayweather being Mayweather just uh, rode through it like it was nothing. Uh, but he, in the eight rounds that McGregor had, I think it was a bit more competitive um, than what uh, Mayweather and Logan was. Um, Logan, as mentioned, he started off pretty hot, uh, but he gassed after two and then had to hold on for six rounds. And Mayweather picked him apart, essentially. Um, picked him a wheel. Uh couldn't knock him out or knock him down. Um, you know, Logan does have a big chin on him, so he it proved he can take a punch. Uh, so if this had scorecards and judges, Mayweather would have won this easier. Yep. Uh, easily, like Logan sorry. didn't win around, did he? No, like, like Logan yeah. didn't win around, surely. Maybe no. you give him one. Nah, but um, I, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't I, do I any damage. Enough, so. But like, like you can't say he – there was yeah. that one – I think you're right. At the end of the first round – like th- this man thought he was going to literally hit Mayweather's head off his block. The way he was sweet, like he'd been training and he talked about his training, and he's just like the know, windmills, like yeah. dog paddling the, the, the side <laughs> of his head. Right? I don't know. The highlight was wearing that Charizard card out, which apparently <laughs> was worth what two hundred fifty grand. Like yeah. fuck off. More Sorry, than apparently. Gee, what well, will we now? <laughs> man wore a po- like, I, and we talked about it last week. Is it good for boxing? I don't know. If, well, if he can get paid, if he can get paid close to $30 million for that. It's good for yeah. Logan. Let's put it that way. Like, it's good what? for Mayweather. It's good for both of them. But oh, it's yeah. great. Like Mayweather came out and said, it's a legalized bank robbery. Yep. Like yep. there's absolutely everything legal about me. Like $30 million. What, what's Wilder and, and, you know, and the Gypsy King going to get for their fight? Well, Are they going to get anywhere near that? I think they did. I think Anthony Johnson versus Andy Ruiz. Ruiz, yeah, the Whatever. big boy. The big, yeah. big boy. When they fought in Abu Dhabi, I think Anthony Johnson was pretty close to the hundred mil, but maybe it was like 80, 80 mil pounds. But in AUDs, it was over hundred mil. Maybe that's what I remember. But shit, loads of money for those two um, in Abu Dhabi because they, you know, it was in Abu Dhabi that threw you money know. at him. Mm. Like no worry, no wonder. Like guys like Woodley, yeah, no wonder he's over the hill. But mm. of course, you're going to take a fight with a Paul brother. Yeah, mm. exactly. But it's like it pays. Yeah. It's it's easy money, um, you know. Mayweather knew he's probably had no, didn't have to worry about Logan's um, power or size that much. Uh, yes, Logan tried to clinch a whole bunch to weigh him down, mm. you know, make him carry me around. But Mayweather, he, he barely trained for this. Essentially, even that's better. what I mean. Like, like think it, about he's just instinctive for him at this point. Like Mayweather's thought process for this whole thing when all the numbers are out there and he, he gets told you are going to get paid 130 million dollars for this mm. like what like like you're pissing yourself every day you wake up every day laughing and you know you're training for this fight he's like oh, like he, oh, i don't know like uh, the numbers are just bizarre i don't understand how that drew 
that much money. I How don't do know. You get because you got to pay fifty mil. No, not fifty mil. You got to pay fifty dollars for the pay per view. So mm. if you sold mm. a mil, mil buys, that gets you to fifty mil. Quick math. But that's that's not in the the yeah, realm but that of does, yeah. Like that doesn't go. No. Oh man. And you know some of the UFC yeah. like pay per views, you know, don't even hit two mil as an example. So um, that's you know we're talking different um, sports here, but yeah. Don't know. And you look at the crowd there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was – I can't remember what stadium they're in, but it wasn't a packed stadium. Like they had, say, a couple thousand um, of the celebrities, big stars in and around the ring. Then there was nothing until like the nosebleed sections that hadn't mm. like filled in or anything like that. So it wasn't like it was, was – Miami? I think so because yeah, there hard was – hard, hard, hard Rock Stadium. stadium. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, they had some issues with rain um, for some of the early fights um, needing to clear, clean up the um, <laughs> the canvas, of course. What a shit um, show. Yeah, it, it was essentially. Do they really make that much money then? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Sp- they- maybe we, you throw in the sponsorships and all the other stuff that comes into it and, you know, they're the actual purse where each one's kind of agreed money-wise, then you add in their pay-per-view points – yeah, maybe it's in the realm of those figures. Maybe not exactly what they were, but in the ballpark. Logan Paul, do you want Anthony Pizzullo? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Fly yeah. out. Another Canberra, way. Australia. <laughs> Canberra, Australia. We'll take you. 26 mil. 26 mil. Yeah. The, the final kind of thoughts on this, um, there was there was um, some chat that came after when people were reviewing this fight that uh, maybe Mayweather did knock out Logan. Well, what do you um, reckon? Because there, there was one where uh, Logan essentially falls forward onto mm. Mayweather and Mayweather grabs him, holds him up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to keep – I think this is in like the sixth round. So to keep the spectacle going, um, he – you know, Mayweather did the, him a solid and held him up through through the, that massive punch that he, he just landed um, so that Logan could continue. What um, do you reckon? Like, you're, you're our expert in fighting, Sean. Was he out? It's There's a couple angles, maybe not, but there's the one that, that shows it um, from Mayweather's, like behind Mayweather's back across to where Logan is. Um, and, yeah, it looks like Logan's eye shot off and he falls forward on Mayweather and Mayweather's left arm Gets mm. like an underhook and holds him up, but whether that was enough that you know Logan maybe maybe goes out for a second and it's a knockdown and he can get back up and keep going like it, it's not a ten count for him, uh, but it does look if you're knocked it down, does, surely his legs go on him a bit more. Than yeah, it it does look like it, the lights go out for a, a couple seconds and then with Mayweather holding him up, he he comes too. So. Um, I had to say, what were the last two rounds like then? Like you know, if you're knocked out, you. Yeah, well, like, did he do it, it right it, in the last two rounds? Well, he, it looked like he was gas. He had his legs underneath him, but he held a whole bunch. So it's like he was protecting himself. Um, you know, former wrestler, of course. <laughs> he doing a bit of the wrestling, but it's yeah. anyway. Uh, I don't think it's a good or bad look for either way of the sport. Um, they both got paid. They did what they had to do. And mm. mm. you know, wasn't the most you know glorious blood lusty kind of boxing match you've ever seen, but. We'll roll into a preview for UFC. Let's do that. So UFC 263 is on the weekend. Um, we don't have it there. There's a welterweight fight behind by Damian Meyer and um, Belan Muhammad, I think it is, mm-hmm. or Muhammad, mm-hmm. depending on how he spells it. Um, Meyer, long-time uh, veteran, and Muhammad coming off an eye poke, um, no contest with Leon Edwards, which then leads us into the – the Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. So Nate Diaz back, his first fight in maybe a year. I don't think he fought last year during COVID at all. I think, yeah, over a year, I think. Yeah, it might have been late 2019, his last fight. But uh, he 
coming back, he's an absolute um, superstar of the UFC. He's much watch TV, but coming up against probably fourth or third in the welterweight division in Leon Edwards. Um, Edwards has kind of been waiting for his chance at the belt. Um, he's he, third. Yeah, you know, it was on the end of the three-piece in a soda from uh, Masvidal. Uh, Masvidal's been up in the, um, you know, up there mm-hmm. um, trying to get Usman. Usman's, of course, the champion. And uh, Kobe Covington has been, you know, there and thereabouts. So this fight's maybe for that number one contender. It's pretty close, I'd say. Oh, if Kobe's got your Usman next, whoever wins this has probably got next in line uh, for that fight from there. When did Nate Diggs' last fight, Peps? Yeah, I'm having a look now. Uh, not been for a while. Did they, they the top uh, 2019? Uh, against Masvidal. Yeah, November 2019. Yeah, for the B, uh, BMF. BMF, yeah, belt. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, 18 months at least. Mm. Mm. Which... We roll into the next one. So there's two title fights in this card. The flyweight title fight is the next one. How do you say that name, Peppy? Deviston Figueroa. Yes. He's the current champion, um, and he's rolling back a fight that they had with Brandon Moore. How do you say that? Marino. Marino. Um, Brandon Marino. No they. Sure. Oh, oh, boom. Another wicket. Yeah, England have just gone bang, bang in the cricket. Um, yeah, bang, bang, bang. Bang, 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 bang. bang. Could be. Ooh. Oh, that was two. Unconfirmed. No, no. Um, they're running back. Uh, they had an absolute war. I think they went five rounds in their last um, uh, go about in the flyweight division. So this looks like it would be another ripper fight um, as the co-main leading us into Israel Adesanya versus uh, Marvin Vittori. Big um, one. Big one here. Yes, uh, this is a big fight. Vittori's kind of come up real quick uh, through... Um, the middleweight division. Yeah, he doesn't bother Israel, surely. <laughs> well, he could f- bowl a handy left arm orthodox. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Daniel Vittori if you're listening. Yeah, distant, could hold the bat eight as well. Yeah. Couple test tons. Yeah. yeah. Did he? Did you get a few? Yeah, yeah a couple yeah. test tons. Yeah, right. Yes. Um, Izzy doesn't lose this. I wouldn't think so. Um, no. Vittori's definitely got some size about him. He's big for the division. But Israel's He's just big for a New Zealand left arm orthodox bowler. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, I think Israel, Israel, favorite for mine. Um, yeah, and then Whitaker is next in line, I think, for the winner of whoever wins this fight again. Yes, is he in Whitaker again? Yes, yeah, because yeah, uh, Paul Costa, no, no, John, Bond, no, John Jones, uh, is he John Jones? No, uh, no, 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 James wants his heavyweight fight. Yeah, wants to get paid, uh, but yeah. he, the recent chat is he's still working up to the heavyweight division. Like he's still, like I've got another six months of work to get to the point where I, I'm a heavyweight. I think was the chat, uh, but he also wants to get paid. Which um, the other fight in the middleweight division, which is coming up, was Paul Costa taking on Jared um, Cannonier. Uh, Paul Costa wanted to get paid more, so he's pulled out of that fight, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Gaslam has then come into that. And they're essentially, say, four, five, and six of the division at the moment. Mm. So Whitaker is, you know, number one. The other guys are all kind of busy sorting themselves out. Um, while Israel should take care of Marvin, you'd think. But, you know, crazier things have happened in the UFC. The big question is, what are South Australian pub we settling in <laughs> to watch this game? <laughs> oh, I've had a, I've had, had a little bit of a look. Anyone's research? Yeah. Who are shouting out? 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. See you on Sunday, the, the, these wrong boys. Uh, yeah, come on down. <laughs> yeah. Might put out some false ones, make sure the bounces don't. Nah, let's let's keep it moving. Yes. Indeed. Uh, F1. Yeah, some quick F1 chat. Uh, they had the race in Baku on the weekend. There were three crashes in quali. Ricardo was one of them. What, uh, what country is that? Uh, I have no idea how to say it. Um, Mark, you got it. Uh, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah. That's a pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ricardo crashed in the wall and he qualified 13th. Um, Max, what did you think of the race? I said it was pretty. It was a pretty interesting race being a street circuit. Yeah. Well, I mean, street circuits are always a hard race to um, to follow. Not too much of overtaking. Mm-hmm. Um, Massive long straight of, on this one. So they, yeah. there was a little bit more of the assistance. A little bit. From, um, from the DRS. Diving into corners and stuff off that straight. Yeah. Um, yeah, first half sort of, I guess, went as expected. Mm-hmm. The second half was a little bit more tumultuous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, as Muggy alludes to, um, after the first round of pit stops, uh, the Red Bulls had worked them way into one and two, and Hamilton had fought back to third. Uh, then the big kind of event started with Stroll blowing out his left rear tyre. Monks, um, if you could find some uh, footage of the crashes, would be excellent. Uh, While well, I talk this through, you know, Stroll's uh, doing about 300 k's or just under, coming on the straight, and then left rear blows out, puts him straight into the wall. Um, car destroyed. They need a safety car to restart that. Uh, the race kind of restarts. There's a lot of good mid-table battle, but the the, the guys out the front, um, nothing happens to them. Max is clearly in front and driving well. Perez has too much rear end for Hamilton, so Hamilton can't get close enough to make an overtake. But then I think it's lap 46 of lap 47. Um, the unthinkable happens to Max. Uh, he Verstappen. Has, Verstappen, yeah. He has a... I mean the lap Verstappen for... P-P-P. Oh, yeah, sorry, you're right. Sorry, continue. Yeah, they, he has a left rear tyre failure on the straight. Uh, he's a bit further down from where Stroll was. So he was doing probably over 300 kilometres towards the 315 mark. Uh, he gets blown, blows the tyre, goes straight into the wall. Uh, both had done about 30, 30 laps on the hard tyre. Uh, very similar um, uh, tyre failure as well was inside the tyre. Um, well, this is Lance Stroll's one. You guys can watch that while I talk it through. Um, it was, it, the inside of the tyre, like the tyre tread uh, didn't have any uh, wear or rips on it. it. was in the sidewall, so the sidewall's ripped away from the tyre, which makes you think it's a tyre failure versus uh, um, mm. uh, an actual say, puncture for that regards. And since it happened to two guys, the exact same tyre in the exact same spot of the race, uh, they red flagged the race. Um, for lap 49. So with two laps to go, um, they did a standing start, everyone on fresh new tyres. Um, you know, uh, Verstappen's already out of the race. Mm. They're coming into this uh, with two laps left. And um, so off the red flag, it was Perez and Hamilton. Yes, we had yep. one and two. And uh, that last two laps was excellent. It was just complete fighting um, between the whole field up and down, guys trying to make moves and dive inside each other. But it was interesting. Hamilton on the radio says it's a marathon, not a sprint um, with the idea like, hey, we need to score points here, um, you know, get some points since Max can't get his and we'll go off into next week. Uh, but on the restart, he gets the jump on Perez. Uh, unfortunately, he's hit the magic brake button, uh, <laughs> which uh, 
puts essentially all his brake bias to the front of the car. Yeah. Uh, he, he locks up um, on the first corner, goes straight off into the emergency lane, goes from essentially first and second to last, uh, doesn't score any points in this. Perez wins this race. Uh, Vettel uh, comes up into second. He finishes second in the race, uh, first podium for Aston Martin in their first year. He was driver of the day. I think he made it up 14 positions or something throughout the entire race. Like it was, uh, he had a really, really good drive. Um, and Gasly, I believe, was third. Yep. Uh, so both drivers that were leading the championship uh, failed to score any points in this. Pirelli probably have some questions that they need to answer um, mm. with the tyre failures. I think they've already come out and just blamed De- debris. Uh, I think the drivers aren't overly happy with Pirelli and their tyres. Um, so F1 in general. So, yeah, I have to see what happens with that. Yeah, so with, we're on Pirelli. So they've got five tyre ca- compounds that they can select for any race. Yeah, and crater super soft, soft and hard. Yep, yeah. Um, and then within the race, you've got to – Use all those tires within the race. Yeah, you got to so use two last, two yeah. different types of um, treads. So what happened off the back of Monaco? Um, Pirelli suggests or put up the exact same tire compounds as Monaco, mm-hmm. um, assuming both street circuits, similar sort of race. However, Monaco is a slower, lower speed sort of circuit with a lot more co- corners and turns and closer track. Yeah. Whereas with Baku, obviously with the big straight at the end. Um, they're, they're it's a lot max more speed, fast yeah. pace, so a lot more wear on the tyres. So I think that's where Pirelli's strategy with selecting the tyres mm. is just, yeah. Yeah, so across that five yeah. range, they've picked the three lowest, three lowest. compounds. Yep. So the hard is essentially the the, the medium, the, the, medium, compound, the medium yeah. compound, yeah. So And they talked about tyre pressures and things like that, but sounds like Pirelli might have got this one wrong. Um, interesting, I think they've got a triple header coming up, so whether there's a three races in a row or they've got a week off and then there's three races in a row. Yep. So uh, this week, was it this week? No, sorry, mm-hmm. next week. Um, it's France. Mm-hmm. And then the two weeks after, no, a week after that, sorry. Well, I can't yep. do quick maths. <laughs> uh, we're over in Austria well, for a double header. Um, so, yeah. So France and then Austria for two weeks. Yep. So that's where F1 is at the moment. I think Perez moved up. He's probably 50 points, I think, behind Hamilton and um, Max currently in the standings. They're just over 100 and he's at about 50. So it's pretty close. Uh, and I th- So Max is at 105, mm-hmm. Lewis is at 101, and Maca, you like this. Perez is at 69. There you go. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs> And that, I think, will wrap up F1 chat for this week. Do you want to jump into some golf? Mm, interesting. Uh, at the, the Memorial <laughs> Tournament at Ohio, John Ram, he had the lead three yeah. rounds in. He was, what, six shots ahead of anyone else? Six up, yeah. yeah. Oh. And he On a good good form as well. Or he got binned for, <laughs> for having a COVID. Yes. He had one yep. COVID. Just one. Just, just a little COVID. Yeah. It's so – and you saw him like – he obviously last year got done exact same position, mm-hmm. yeah. leading a tournament, had to withdraw because he got COVID. I think – or so he was hanging out with someone who had it and then, you know – Close contact. They test yeah. – they garbage. had two negative tests the days before and then and then copped a positive one or whatever. 
and he like broke down there. At the he was yeah. he literally yeah. finished yeah. the 8th green. Yeah. Finished, yeah, I'm six strokes up. An official walks up to him and just says, Hey, uh, John, do you, um, you've got coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can't play the tournament yeah, anymore. Can you, would you mind just walking past mm. uh, several hundred people and, um, <laughs> and, and just making your way outside? Yeah, the John, that'll uh, cost is you there one, one sport, $1.7 million. Is there six. one sport that is better suited for social distancing than <laughs> golf? Fucking golf. Name it. Name it. <laughs> Just making playing a mask. The one bloke under any threat would probably be his caddy. The bloke who stood next to him for the last three days, mm-hmm. sweat on him. They've probably hooked up a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this poor bastard! One point yeah. six million dollars. I know. I know. Sorry, sir. We we can't facilitate you with mm-hmm. coronavirus. We can't keep you one point five million. Put him on at seven o'clock in the morning before anyone gets there. I'll get it. And you get his round in here. Yeah. Oh. Poor, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. feel for him. Like, you Seriously. saw his bot, like, his yeah, body, the, body sink. Oh. the big rig that he is just crumpled to a little mouse, yeah. little Spanish mouse, little mm. cheese man. Mm. So rough, like, the oh, again, whatever. We can go, like, Patrick can't land it up when first, whatever. first like, world yeah. problem, I guess, but uh, yes, yes, you, obviously, there are people around there, but yeah. god, oh, I don't know what. And then they just carried on and played the whole tournament the next day. Yep. Anyone no, who was no, there no, could have rocked up. Yeah, he literally walked past everyone. Touched yeah. Several people oh, were no. touching him. Yeah. That official who spoke to him, were they not allowed at the course the next mm. day? That's right. Mm. Whatever. And they were... They, they, uh, no, we won't do it. We won't do it. We won't <laughs> jump into it. We won't jump into it. We're a who, sports podcast. Who won the memorial? Patrick Cantlay ended up winning the memorial. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yes, good on Patrick Cantlay. Um... Oh, I don't know. I'm too. I'm salty about it because the Fire. replay. The replay was on at the pub when Peps yeah. and I were watching it. And Ra was yeah. just absolutely dominating. Like he was six, six strokes up going yeah. the last day. You don't lose that. Couldn't lose it. No, yeah. I don't think Cantlay got his got six strokes on him. So if if, if Ram hits even, he wins. Mm. Whatever. Here's what it is. One point six million. I know it's a lot of money. And he copped a DNF, like just copped a cut. He I made know. a cut. I know. Oh, John Ra. He's a good guy too. I really like he, John oh, Ra. Yeah, he does seem yeah. off. Go on. Anyways, we must move forward. Talk some tennis? Yeah. Our strong point. Roland Garros. <laughs> I love yeah. me some tennis. Um, I good get, luck with the women's names. <laughs> let me let me go to work. Um, Ash, I, guess, Ash I guess the big thing <laughs> yeah. is... Ash Bate. Serena Williams. <laughs> Williams. Uh, Federer well, obviously um, withdrew with his uh, uh, in his third round match. Mm. Um, there's some chat that he's he's obviously just come back from injury and he and he just needs to find some form before Wimbledon. Obviously, he's a mm-hmm. you know mm. specialist of the grass. He's the greatest ever Wimbledon performer. Yeah, which you know he wants to win Wimbledon. Stuck. Again. That's what know, uh, people Brit turn off like you know you're using one of the four biggest tournaments in the world as a warm up yeah. like. That's, Why not? That's not how you do it. When when you're the best to ever do it, you can absolutely go for it. Yeah. Uh, we are already up to the semifinals. Uh, um, Zverev and Sitsipas, you know, mm-hmm. two of those young guns who are supposed to take the mantle there in one um, semifinal and two guys you may have heard of, uh, mm-hmm. Novak Djokovic versus Rafael Nadal. Yeah, I've heard They go and do the dance. Um, obviously, Djokovic has the head-to-head battle, so this is going to be an all-timer. We talked about... He Nad- does. Does he have it on clay, though? Wouldn't be on clay, but Nadal's record, where we talked about it's over 100 now, 102. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Man's lost twice at the French Open. I think I, I don't know if I told you boys, my brother put a bet on Nadal 
um, about a month ago before yeah. the tournament. And it got paid out. <laughs> it's already it got paid out like last week. So um, shout out the D men um, collecting there. Uh, I just love Nadal. Love Nadal on clay. It's just a cool. It's just a really cool record to have. I'd really hate for Djokovic to win this. He's a real knob, Robert. So, <laughs> yeah. um, no Djokovic fans on the ski, unfortunately. Yeah, in world tennis. Outside of Serbia, I can't imagine there's too many people. No, he keeps rubbing me the wrong way. He does. It, 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 but it is. Do you see him in the, in the empty crowds and he's going, yeah. going yeah. come on, man. No. And the individual sportsmen, they're oh. always tapped a bit. They're wired differently, but Nadal doesn't carry on like that. Federer doesn't carry on that's like right. that. Carry yourself with some respect, yeah, would you, right. Novak? Yeah. You jerk. Djokovic. <laughs> no, that was on the SQ for. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about the ladies? In the ladies, obviously yeah. that girl Ash Barty. Um, the main Kelsey. reason we watched uh, women's tennis, she uh, pulled out in the second round match. A lot of injuries yeah. in world tennis at the moment. Mm, Just yes. getting back into the tour, like it's mm. it, it's not that surprising. Like there are, you yeah. know, the conditioning isn't there. They yeah. haven't really played. Mm. Um, and you put you add the travel, you know, all the extra things that go into playing tennis um, around the world. Your yeah. body, if your body's just a little bit underdone, you're gonna be cooked. You can't play in a Grand Slam. You can't play yeah. seven matches back to back to back. So, mm. yeah. so who are playing the semi-finals there? Uh, the semi semi-finals are Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova and Tamara Zidanec. Yeah, yep. that's good. Um, I won money on Pavlyuchenkova during the tournament, so I'm that's happy with that. Yeah. Hey, Babora um, <laughs> versus Maria. <laughs> Maria Sakari. Krejlikova. Krejlik. Kreshikova. 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 And Maria Sakari. Um, I think the big talking point out of this, and look. None of the big names. Yes. So, in the men's, and I'm not I'm not putting it like it's a men's versus uh, ladies thing, but one, three, five, six in the boys, and uh, 17, 31, two unseated. Unseated, yeah, exactly right. So, the big names purely betting side of things... Makes things well interesting. Go to the upset yeah. in the ladies, yeah. But mm. yeah, and what's been more dominant over the last, say, I don't know, call it fifteen years? Has Serena Williams. <laughs> well, exactly. Or is it? Yeah. Will I give you Serena Williams, or will I give you the Nadal, Djokovic, Federer? Yeah, yeah. I'd argue True. that the men's has been more dominant. Than, you've had more. Obviously, you're gonna have more winners, but has Serena Williams dominance? Been as impressive as those three. Oh, it doesn't, no, it doesn't take those three. No. Yeah, like this is that, that'll never happen again. As sport will be dominated well, by three maybe teams. We should, maybe three. we should be thankful to no. to watch that in tennis. Absolutely, well, you, oh, a thousand percent. And you take uh, someone like Andy Murray, he probably wished that these he played in a different decade, so he'd win some tournaments. Oh, hundred percent. As, as the, the fourth wheel, essentially, to those absolutely. Three. And even I think, I think Serena's dominance gets overshadowed. By those three, like yeah, she's probably been the most dominant athlete ever. If she was ten yeah. years earlier, yep. there'd be no question. But at the same time, in the same sport, mm. these three guys are doing the same thing. And as always, you know, mm. the action's going to go to the men. So yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Mm. Um, that's tennis. Yeah, <laughs> experts, <laughs> that's thank, experts here. Thank I you, love thank, my tennis. So. Thank you, Margaret, for the insight. Uh, we're going to tackle some soccer. I think soccer is going to finish it up for the night. Yep, the last ball. Uh, yes. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, Monkey, if you could bring up 
the the groups, but it looks like we might have a list there already. Oh, I can maybe do it off the top of my head. Oh, there you go. So the Euro start uh, Saturday. There's 11 host cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will, of course, be some home field advantages. The 24 team comp top two go through from every group. Is that how it works? So and top four, two well, go through, yeah. and then a, oh, lo- okay. a lot of thirds go through. Yes. So mm. and and four of six of the thirds go. Yeah, cool. Because there's. How many? How many? Is there four six groups? Six groups at either side. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, tw- so, so it'll go so to all, oh, yeah. all all one and twos go through, yep. and then four out of six threes go through. Yes, and they're in uh, a lot of places in Europe. So, but that would be twenty eight. A massive home advantage because Italy plays in Rome. Yeah, in England plays in London. Mm-hmm. I think Germany plays in Munich. Like mm-hmm. I think that's got a. No, it has some, to play into it, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but we talked about like it just has to happen. I kind of like it. You know, we're in weird times at the moment. Let's mm-hmm. have it. Let's have it all over the place. You know, yeah. we, and you can't like you know touch all bits of wood if you had it in one place and and, and that mm. that cocoa mm. hits like yeah. that's game over. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just Even you look at another wicket. Yeah, you look at the IPL etc. How how that impacts well any of the tournaments. See how it impacts it when they can't then move around. So you know some flexibility might help the Euros. Interesting, uh, the defending champions are Portugal from France in 2016. Mm-hmm. Belgium are currently the world number ones. Uh, this is their big chance by the looks of it. Yeah, well, look at their group, Belgium in group B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. They get it out of that easily. Yeah, they should be one. Denmark would be two, you'd think. Denmark, Russia and Finland, the other teams in there. Denmark being the 10th ranked team is quite surprising for mm-hmm. mine. Oh, they're, they're good. 10th mm-hmm. in the world, good? Mm-hmm. No, probably like probably, it's probably who you've been, like you know. Yeah, it's who, who you played. Look, and look, FIFA, FIFA rankings aren't. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's you know you play more games, you can obviously get higher rankings. Rank. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah. But I think that I think they get out of that group. Yeah, they should. Um, Russia and Finland. No. Yeah, yeah. Belgium have never won the Euros. Uh, they've been runner up in 1980. They were third mm-hmm. in the World Cup. Um, they do have Hazard and De Bruyne. You know who else has never won the Euros? Who? England. There you go. Never won it. Shit at tournaments. Yeah. They just suck at tournaments. <laughs> it's the never coming home. They Let's did put it that win way. the World Cup once. 66. 66. 66. Same year as St Kilda. Mm. On their like, early flag. They are second favourites paying $6 on sports. Bets, which I find wild. That's short. That's, That's short. short. The, what, team's what the, yeah. the, the team's pretty sick. The team's pretty sick, but... Nah, I don't know. Over a whole tournament with look France at, and Germany, like, look at France, monks. If you wouldn't mind scrolling uh, down, look that, at France. That, that yeah. uh, France's group is the problem. But it, but with this fake um, third teams going through, a group of death is yeah. true. Yeah, well, you, you feel you feel for Hungary in this regards. And oh, he's like, you're poor, done. Yeah, <laughs> you're poor, fellas, <laughs> poor fellas, copping that okay, because they've got France, Portugal, and Germany in this group. Mate, um, France's team is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they're good. Who, who's in for France, Peps? Ah, uh, well, off the top of my head, Lurie, Keeper, mm-hmm. Verano. Mm-hmm. In. A little lone guy named Pogba. Pogba, you heard of him? <laughs> he, he has been missing. He has been missing for United recently. He's all right this year. Yeah, him and Kante in the Kante, middle. That's a yes. perfect <laughs> partnership. Kante, probably the Ballon d'Or. Griezmann up front. Drew, you pick him off. Yeah, you get him off the bench. Mm-hmm. Bape up next to him. And yeah. Bape, you Mbappe's, heard of him? Yeah, he's, he's good. good. He's pretty good, mate. They don't, they don't have a weakness. No, they don't have a weakness. They are stuck. It's it's weird. Yeah, and in, you look at England's group: Croatia, Czech Republic, Scotland. Like, yeah, obviously they get out of there they easy, out of there. but 
again, a group of death means nothing if if a third place team can make it through. I guess. Yeah. Is well, it? It'd be well for two. It'd be two third place teams, wouldn't it? Because you'd need twenty four. So think about it. Think about so it. So the, the two lowest don't. So, so six, 12, 4, 16. So 16, 8. Yeah, so yeah. 4, yeah. So, yeah. so take Germany, for example. If they lose both their games to France, Portugal, and say they draw with Hungary, they could finish outside of those um, top six third guys. So they could actually get bounced out of the group. Of that they group won't stage. draw with Hungary. Oh, they, they shouldn't. But you know, I'm just pointing out that's, that's a possibility. Who comes up with these fucking groups? It is. So they got is one, it picked two, out three, a hat? four, five. It's pretty much. I it's think it must close, be yeah, it's because close you got two and five in there. Yep. I know they are sort of designated geographically a little bit, like the the mm. qualifica- qualifying. So well, you got Czech Republic there with England. So it's 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 weird. <laughs> it's a it's a weird process. That's for qualifying though. So obviously yeah. you don't have you wouldn't have England and Scotland in the same group, despite them being in the same group. Lol. <laughs> yes, they are in the same group. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's, um, you know, the, it's yeah, the lotto. It's the big, top. They pick out the ball and it's like, uh, you know, you're D1 or something like that. Because you, you look at Group C, Netherlands are the sixth. Yeah, that's the highest. This is dumb. That's, <laughs> that, that is the weakest group. Yes. Netherlands always suck at um, mm-hmm. tournament mm. football as well. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, like Spain have a fucking good team as well. Yeah, yes, I, they do. I think they get out of that easily. Yes, they should. Sweden's a bit a bit sneaky. I think they did yeah. pretty well at the last World Cup. But yeah, they were playing for second. Mm. And what's the top group there? Italy, Switzerland, Wales, and Turkey. Oh, watch out for the Italians. Yeah, well, I was going to say, uh, what team are we going to pick and back? And I always love to follow an Italian team um, mm. back from the early days. Spicy sausage. Yes, the spicy Italian <laughs> sausage um, from their World Cups in the early 2000s. Um, yeah. I, you're going to intercept two blokes with Italian heritage on this uh, yeah. podcast. Yeah, That's outstanding. That. <laughs> He's got Italian on the, on the, the whole mother's yeah, side no, is Italian. There's no Irish in this, so. No Ireland from dad's side, so <laughs> mum's side's Italian. I have to, I'd be... It's the motherland. Well, we, have, we could have buddy, three Itali- Italians here. If you're still here. listening, Fangulo. Fangulo. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, I just, oh, yeah, and maybe this is your fault, Peps, but you know, with no yeah, Australian, te- with no Australian teams in the World Cup, it was like, well, I, I really like the Italian team. I just oh, followed like the, the Italians. Um, of course, they never won a World Cup during that time frame, but anyway. Italy won the two thousand. Italy won the two thousand five World Cup. Yes, yes. There you go. I'm not that confident. Who, I think who, I think who are you backing? England will be fun to watch because it'll oh. be a train wreck or they win. It'll be one way or the other. They'll True. end up losing to like Scotland or something. True. I think a lot of people sleeping on Spain. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah. absolutely agree. One of the best. Like they're not they're not worse than they've ever been. I think I think Spain's one to watch out for. Mm. And also, as a second pick, Germany. Like oh. Hard group, hard group, but everyone's sure. shitting on them. But I think I think Spain and Germany can't go wrong. Mm. France, obviously, the the short price favourite to take it out. But if I had to put money on it, Spain and Germany. Mm. I'll take a lead. Like you go to the NBA, we talked about Utah being you know the most underrated That's one right. set one yeah. seed ever. Look at the one seed here, Belgium. I don't know why. Yeah. Anyone's going against Belgium. Like, they are a juicy price at the start of the market. Mate, they're, 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 their best 11 
Oh, it's very. It, it's, I'll stick it, it with anyone. That will rival anyone, and they do have a very soft groove in Denmark, Russia, and Finland. So they no, no scary part there. You look at France. You know they. You know who knows. They could lose to Portugal and Germany, and then they have to win against Hungary, like like yes. Sean says. And then out of the group stage, they have to face a Spain in the first round out. Mm-hmm. So, Belgium's my tip. Belgium's my tip. They're yep. going to be a fun team to watch, but the heart says Italy, obviously, of course. Shout out, Nora. <laughs> Monks, what do you get down the end there? Um, yeah, no, I like Belgium as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think Portugal is another sneaky one as well. Everyone probably, you know, they think of France will do it easy and then Half Portugal the team have fucking to plays together at Wolves <laughs> and, and then you put on fucking Ronaldo and Bruno Fernandes. Euros are a lot of fun. I really yeah, like yeah. Euros so because good. they like like Scotland being in here is cool. Mm. Well, the World Cup's going to be well. like that going forward because they've added a bunch of teams, which I yes. don't I don't know if I'd necessarily like that. Well, does that mean there'll be a lot more, say, African nation teams yeah, as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like you know, Turkey are in there. Why like, why Wales being Wales. there? That's pretty cool. Like you yeah. never get to watch Wales. What like, about Na- North Macedonia? <laughs> I yeah, saw so that they are they are the under, I think they're six hundred to one or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. So shout out Gordon Pandev getting a mention in the notes. <laughs> well, uh, probably the best Macedonian ever to play uh, at a lot of time at Inter. Um, it's interesting because. They used to just be Macedonia, but mm-hmm. um, they had to change the naming rights because, uh, uh, yeah, okay. so it's North Macedonia now. Why? Uh, oh, I don't know. I think I think it's a Greece versus Macedonia kind of conflict. Is it still the, the red tip, and the yellow one. flag? I <laughs> think it was who had the rights for Alexander the Great, and they, <laughs> they're still going to court. It's. Shout out the Alexander the Great. We finally got another one. We got there. We got there. (laughs) Shout out the Macedonian club in Queenian hosted my 18th birthday party. So there you go. Anyways, we might wrap this bitch up. What do you reckon, Sean? Yes, I think that's it. I don't think we've got anything extra in the notes. Oh, the Socceroos did win (laughs) their their qualifying uh, World Cup uh, two games. Get the fuck around them. They've been good. good. That, they'll play. They'll be in the World Cup. Oh, they'll be in the World Cup. Socceroos. Yeah, yeah they get a buy pretty much. To get the, New Zealand yeah. get a f- walk in. Like Oceania, I think Oceania gets Different. two spots now. Or no, Oceania, well, Oceania gets a spot. Asia gets an extra two spots or something. And what? Yes. And what conference are we in, Joseph? Asia. Yeah. Yeah. And we. But I'm saying like like. The Fuck World Cup's been saturated. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Go yeah, Blake Kips. The, the Middle East nations aren't real happy with us being in their group. because yeah, we're, we're, good we're, good, we're better than they are. Uh, instead of us having to go through South America all the time. Hard, uh, hard route. Yes. So, yeah, they beat Co- um, Kuwait and Taiwan. Uh, is there some of their World Cup qualifying groups? Uh, undefeated so far. They've got Syria on top of theirs at the moment. Um, but, yeah, we imagine they'll be... Making the World Cup this and the one coming up. I hope Syria gets in. That'll be amazing mm-hmm. if yes. they if they can do it. Considering mm-hmm. what they've been through, unbelievable. Some of the yeah, the, you'd think the stories of some of those players that would have got you know you oh, yeah. yeah, ridiculous. Good luck to them. Yeah, anyway, what a nice moment to end. Yes, I think that, that was yeah. uh, just a quick update in the cricket. England are ninety four with three. Three down. for ninety four, please. They do it Sorry. wrong in the northern hemisphere. True, mm. no, it's, it's they, they flip Anderson. it over there. Sack Jimmy Anderson. Get rid of him. <laughs> uh, Burns is still Bigot. in there. Bigot. What is that? Forty one from one hundred and twenty two at the moment for Burns. On Can you read that? Yeah. Horrible uh, tweet. Um, so that'll wrap up on the Esky for this week. Uh, thank you, boys, for coming out. We will see you all again. This time next week.
Catch you next week. Catch you. Bye. Bye. Bye.